is up, everyone? Welcome to Crossroads PlayStation Podcast. I am your host, Leron Dawkins, and Team Crossroads is here tonight to talk more things PlayStation and gaming for the week. Uh, here with me, as always, is uh, Austin Campbell, our resident PlayStation doctor. What's what up, up everyone? How's it going? Glad to be here. Another Tuesday night, PlayStation night, which is every so our- night. <laughs> So uh, we have our Artful Dodger, i.e. Chris True, back with us tonight. <laughs> artful Dodger? Yeah, yeah. That's that's me being nice right now. That's you being nice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because okay. you, you've managed to dodge you've managed to dodge LeBron's car every time he's trying to hit you with it. So he's going <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like you run one more goddamn show for me. One hey, more. Hey, that's not my fault. I was here at 7.30 on time. Yeah, well, well, the uh, well, everyone that tuned in to last week's podcast, like, they they know they know why the show was so late. Thank God, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> and coming back to sit with Team Crossroads once again is the man that brings all the lusciousness to the game. <laughs> Our good friend Brody Fultz is in the fourth chair tonight. Welcome back, man. Hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm I'm pumped to be back on Crossroads. Been a little bit. <laughs> How's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Good. I'm good. Oh, good. No complaints? Nothing, nothing to complain about? <laughs> nothing I should complain about. <laughs> it doesn't do any good anyway, right? No. Uh, yeah. It'll, like, it's yeah. just another <laughs> day tomorrow. <laughs> hey, I complain all the time, and I feel just terrible the next day. So, you know, it's obviously working. <laughs> Did y'all hear the door slam, by the way? Like in the middle of what y'all mm. were saying? Okay, huh. cool. Just making sure because you like weirdly laughed when it went off. So when it when, when he slammed it, so I assumed that you guys got that too. So I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> it's gonna be a text message later. Just an yeah, angry well. Laron face. <laughs> I didn't hear it, so uh, so no, you're good. <laughs> would you all? Would so, y'all um, do this weekend? I was just about to ask that question, you, yeah. your mind reader. I was just about to ask that question. <laughs> uh, I went and watched my nephew wrestle. He was wrestling wrestling for regionals and is now moving on to semi state this weekend. So that was pretty cool. Oh, cool. But, yeah. uh, other than that, nothing nothing too crazy. I watched a wrestling video the other day. It was high school wrestling. Some kid just threw a punch right in the middle, <laughs> right in the middle of it. I was like, oh, threw a punch, <laughs> straight up, just like a straight punch to the face. And the kid was good. he just like he like stood up and he's like, what? <laughs> he just like he didn't understand. <laughs> like he was like, why? Why are you doing this? It was hilarious. Wrestling's one of those weird sports, man. Like it, it's such a high pressure, like, and also, I mean, it, it it is like the absolute battle of like strength. So when you start to lose yeah. it, it is it is unnerving, and some people do not take it very well. <laughs> my uh, my dad was a wrestler in high school, and I think he went to college for it, and. He was always trying to teach us how to wrestle. We're like, Dad, we don't want to do this. We don't want to do this. Stop putting us in positions like this. We don't like it. He's like, no, this is wrestling. <laughs> this is not fun. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> I'm not enjoying this. It's just My me. Kids real wrestling. 
my kids have no interest in it at all. So Boy, I didn't. Oh, well. None of us did. <laughs> We're like, we just want to shoot a ball to hoop, Dad. Like, we don't want to do this. <laughs> uh, thankfully, my my parents didn't try to force me into sports. I think it was more of a a situation where like um where like I with without giving too much details into it, like my mom like really really sheltered me as a kid. Um, so like I was one of the, I was one of those I was one of those kids that you know like every time I asked if I could do do this sport or enroll in like this thing or whatnot, you know, my mom would always freak out and be like, no, cause you're going to get hurt and all this shit. Uh, so, um, so yeah, I didn't, so my, so my dad learned not to push me onto a whole bunch of shit. He tried to, he, he tried to get me on the wrestling team at one point. He tried to get me in, um, he tried to get me on into, uh, into, he tried to get me into football too. Um, I did play baseball for a couple of seasons at one of the schools, but, um, but the crazy part is, um, one year, one year, me and my, me and my dad, we finally worked with my mom enough to get her to, to get her to relax a little bit for me to join some type of sports organization for, uh, for the school and stuff like that. And I really wanted to try my hand at playing baseball, uh, basketball, uh, football, not basketball. I, just, I suck at basketball. Um, I was going to guess golf. bowling. Yeah. I was going to say golf. <laughs> golf. Golf. I'm not too bad at golf, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, so. So like I um so like I I do tryouts I make it I well I make it I make it into like the into like the reserve status you know like these are basically the guys that you know because you, know, you know the coach always has like the people he's automatically going to pick depending on if they came back from the previous season or whatnot so mm-hmm. I was on I was I was one that I was I was on the um I was on the um basically the red shirts uh while while we we're waiting to see like who would and would not make the cut and stuff like that um. So um, we finally get to like some some practice games and stuff against some of the other other schools, and this is when I was um this is when I was going to school in El Paso. Um, and I remember, and I remember this is it because because uh, the way the school district was like the school district was 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 kind of close knit. So you know like the other schools like you know other schools if they weren't like direct divisional uh competitors they would they they could they would do practice games with each other and stuff like that. So I remember. I remember I was on I was on the field I was on the field, and um and I was going to block this guy. Uh, we had we had possession of the ball, so I was going to block this guy. I remember I remember coming at this guy and this guy this guy stiff armed me, right? The stiff arm wasn't so bad. The problem was he stiff armed me just hard enough so 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 it like it like took me off my feet. So like when I go to fall back and everything, I fell and I and I put my and I put my hands out behind me and I hyperextended my wrist. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, think back to where I said, like, my mother had always sheltered me. <laughs> All you could hear was the screaming. <laughs> I didn't really scream out there on the field. I, was I wasn't hurt. talking about you. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, all you can okay. hear is your mom say, I told you so. Like, I told okay. you so. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I get up. I get up. Uh, I get up there. There's definitely something wrong with my wrist. Like it's the first time I've ever been hurt like that in my life. I'm like 14 years old at this point. First time I've ever been hurt in my life that badly before. Uh, so uh, coach immediately like like comes to me because he sees the way I, he he saw how I fell and he saw how I got up. So he immediately runs out there on the field. He's like, "Hey, are you okay?" I'm like, "No, coach, I am not okay." <laughs> He's like, "Okay." He's like, "How bad is it?" He tries to touch my wrist, and I was like, "Do not touch me." <laughs> so, so he's like, "Okay." He's like, he checks his watch. He's like, "Okay." Like the the, the nurse is still here. Go talk to her. <laughs> so I go to the nurse's office. I go to the nurse's office, and every time she attempts to, to to like to like grab my wrist to look at it, 
uh, I, I mean, like, I, do, I mean, like, don't, don't touch me, like, it hurts and all that stuff. And she's like, well, she's like, uh, we're gonna have to call your parents then, so someone can take you to the emergency room to get looked at. And I was like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> so about about half hour later, my mom shows up at the school, walks into the nurse's office, and here was the, here was the the golden part of this whole story. As soon as she walks to that door. I see her, and I immediately start crying. <laughs> I start, I just, I just, I, I start bawling like, like, like I've been jumped by like seven bullies or something. <laughs> it was the only defense. It was the only way you could play that. That was the right move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There was no other option. So see? of course, so of course, she's freaking out. She's like, "What happened? What happened?" And the nurse is like, I, "I'm not sure. Like, there's something wrong with his wrist. We don't know if it's broken or whatnot. He wouldn't let me examine him, so I had to call you so we, so someone can take him to the emergency room." I get I get to the emergency room. Doctor looks at me. He, I finally am calm enough. I guess it's because the doctor was there. I'm finally calm enough to let someone actually touch me and look at my wrist and everything. Like um, the hyperextended wrist, basically over, basically like a very bad sprain. Um, I wound up in a sling for four weeks, <laughs> and uh, and so and so like uh, so I immediately like let the coach know that I'm that I'm out. You know. I won't be coming back to practice until I'm out of the sling and whatnot. So, uh, so, uh, so about a month later, after I've been out the sling and been, been cleared and everything, right? My dad comes home from my dad comes home from work one day, and um, I'm at the table. I'm at the table at home doing my homework, and he and he looks at the time. He's like, he's like, hey, isn't it practice day? I was like, yeah. He's like, are you going back? I always look at him. And I'm like, no. And he's like. Okay, <laughs> that's the last time. <laughs> that's the last time. I worried about joining any type of athletics program outside of ROTC because I did. I was doing ROTC. Oh, and that was the other thing too. I was in ROTC at the time, so of course my company commander kicked my ass for getting hurt. <laughs> um, yes, but that was the last time. Like I, I worried my parents about doing any type of organized sports or anything like that. And yep, and I hate to admit it. I'm I'm just a big bit big bitch. I don't like getting hurt. Like uh, my. My personal trainer yells at me all the time because, like, it's, if I get a little bit out of my comfort zone working out, I'm like, hey, man, like, this enough of this. I pay you. You're going to listen to me. <laughs> see, see, I had the opposite experience. Um, I was a soccer player. My, We, all of us, me, my sister, and my brother all have done different sports, but we've, like, I played in college. My sister was an internationally ranked um, baton twirler. She traveled the world doing it. Um, then my, my brother is a, just a baseball anomaly he's been throwing 80 mile per hour fastballs from uh, mm. i think he's 16 now he was he's been doing it since like 13 14 which is insane i haven't been able to play catch with him for years but i played soccer and my dad was uh was one of the coaches so i'm i played my whole life this is one of the last years that i played travel ball and i'm one of the last i'm the last guy back so i have to take the uh have to stop the the attacker coming from towards me so i go time it slide tackle get the ball cleanly but right as he's going to shoot the ball so he missed the ball and drove straight through on my face no. and it's like oh, it's God. like 1998 1999 so i'm like unconscious dad walks <laughs> up asks me all right da, 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 da. i remember saying that motherfucker kicked me in the face and my dad saying hey watch your mouth because that's what was important in that moment. Because here's the <laughs> kicker. When we get in the car, we're like driving away. He goes, hey, you might have a concussion. Don't go to sleep. 
Yep. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> Wait, who told you that? Who told you that? Your dad? Yeah, that was my dad. Oh, that's yeah. no, that's a hundred percent Mike True. Oh yeah. Concussion protocol back then was a very yeah. different thing than it is now. It was, <laughs> it's like, hey, don't go to sleep. Yeah, you'll be you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be okay. Just don't go to sleep. I remember. Um, I remember. I remember a funny thing. Um, were you working? Were you working in GameStop with me, Chris? When uh, when we had Rob working with with us, Little Rob. Rob? Yeah. No, Which, wait, wait, no, 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 not the not the light skinned guy, the, the Hispanic dude. Rob. Oh yeah, I remember. Rob. You remember that night he got into that car accident and he came to work anyway. Yeah, and he and he was like he was like I'm fine, I'm fine, but all through all through the night we could tell he was pretty woozy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like I was like look I've already I've already called Greg. You can go home anytime if you if you think you need it. And he's like no no I'm good. And I'm like I'm like how's your head feeling right now? He's like, I'm okay. I have like a slight headache and there's a little bit of ringing in my ears. I'm like, okay. And um, I noticed you're walking and you have a balance issue right now. I was like, I was like, come here. <laughs> so like, we walked to the back of the office, uh, to the back of the, uh, to the back of the store. And as I walked past the one magazine racks, I grabbed one of the, one of the episodes of Game Informer and I roll it up. And he's like, what are you doing with that? I'm like, I'm about to smack you in the back of your head. If your nose starts bleeding, we know you have a concussion. (laughs) 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 He ran out of the shop so fast. (laughs) Oh, man. Was that even true or did you just try to? No, 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 no. That that was that was true. Like, um, like, like, shit. Like, next time, next time I'm talking to him, I'll see if I can screenshot the conversation and see if he remembers that. No, no. Like, he fucking remembers that walking around in circles yeah. and half his body is dead and you're like of course it's GameStop they're like oh no he's fine just dust him off bleeding <laughs> from his ears <laughs> d- d- would you like five cents for that game yeah <laughs> yep. Good right. on. you're scaring the customers away <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> oh man oh. Some, sometimes I really miss it sometimes I really miss it Some, and the other times it's like man no I don't I never miss it. And also, just in case you were wondering, my weekend was splendid, too. We never got around to that. We just talked about you. I didn't know we had, I didn't know we had to ask you how your, how your weekend was. My weekend was wonderful. <laughs> we went out of town. I was on vacation. We went to Great Wolf Lodge, which is like a Chuck E. Cheese you stay at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. It but, is. Yeah, I've been to the, I've been to the Great Wolf Lodge out here out here in Williamsburg a couple of times. Yeah, You're as, right. as 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 somebody who had who doesn't have kids, why? Right, like every it, the, that was like the good thing about it, right? Like everybody else has kids, so like Bodie's on the floor, like fuck you guys, uh, and and everybody the other parents are like stepping over me. Yep, nope, hey buddy, we were there <laughs> last night. Good luck. Like everybody's yeah, on um, the same team. Oh, I. I assume this was like for adults. Like this was like a David Buster's nah. you stay at or something like that. I I've never heard of a Great Wolf Lodge. It's oh, like a the the big things like it's a big indoor water park, but it's yeah. it is pretty kid centric. But they also yeah, have like okay. a uh, a whole area that's like a it arcade got, it, and stuff like ar- that. It, that's why I used to go. I used to go to the arcade because there used to be a DDR a Dance Dance Revolution machine in there. That see, and that makes sense. That's all you had to tell me. If I would have known there was a DDR machine, I would have known you were there like every weekend challenging children. <laughs> no, kids never played the damn. Kids never played the damn. You know what? No one ever played the damn thing. So using me and a handful of buddies that were just like DDR nuts, we would just go there and play because we even told we even we even told the staff how to unlock all the songs on, onto it. So I it was one that you did. It, yeah, it, no, like just it, four guys no, well, no. up against the well, machine. No, they, kids. Well, they, you want to see well, how no, it's done? 
Well, no, they appreciated it because because the simple fact is like they they tell us after we unlocked us all the songs for them, they would come back on their days off and play because <laughs> we unlocked all the songs. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So so yeah. So but once they uh once they I I don't even know what happened to that um uh, that dance dance revolution machine, but once that was gone, I had no more reason to come back. Hmm. Uh, I haven't seen the last There's time I saw Dance Dance there. Revolution. Hmm? What's that? <laughs> What'd you say, Austin? Uh, I was saying the last time I saw the DDR machine was in the theater. Like, uh, our local theaters have the, the DDR machines. I don't know what yeah. Chris said, though. That's why I stopped. <laughs> I know oh, what Chris well, all, I, all I said was there's a joke in there somewhere. He stopped coming after the DDR machine left. Uh-huh. <laughs> what does DDR stand for? Dance Dance Revolution? I don't think that's what it were. <laughs> dingle Dingle what's, Ramrod? What's the... <laughs> yeah. That's what I was that's what I was expecting was the answer. <laughs> something yeah, like those lines. Sorry's <laughs> got something for that. I was. I, I thought you were legitimately asking. And I thought he was too. I was. I was a little oh, taken no. back. <laughs> no, no. It's like ah. It's been. Gotcha. It's been a while since you've been on Brody. Like yeah. you, you can't follow Austin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I think that's enough chit chatting. <laughs> All right. This is Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast of Boss First Games. Every week we come together, bringing you the latest news, rumors, games, general discussion. In the world of PlayStation, Crossroads airs live on twitch.tv slash exodus803 uh, Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you can't check out the show uh, live, head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other podcast locations to get the show. Uh, you can see a recap. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Pardon me. You can see a recap of the show every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. on youtube.com slash exodus803, as well as early on Thursday mornings at youtube.com slash network. If you want to see all of our previous episodes, if you want to see previous episodes of our show, all of our episodes can be found on our website, which is bossverse.net. If you like the show, please consider uh, subscribing to the podcast and giving us a follow on Twitch. Also, remember to please share, rate, and review us wherever you check out the show. We would love you for it. All right, everyone. Uh, you know what time it is. It's time for the what are we playing section. Oh yeah. Alright. So uh so Brody, you're 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 in the you're in the you're in the hot seat tonight. So uh let's talk to us, man. What 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 you been playing this past week? Uh so I finished up Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh okay. that, that was I actually really enjoyed my time with it. Uh I was also happy to get it done only because I have a lot of other things I need to knock off of my of uh, my uh, backlog here, but uh, I also finished up Halo. I know this is a PlayStation podcast, so don't fucking like kill me right now. But uh, <laughs> had to finish no, no, up the this, Halo campaign. <laughs> this is the section of the show where anything goes. Okay, okay. Uh, and then I've also been playing Inscription on on PC and really enjoying oh, yeah. that. It's a very very unique game. Um, I I haven't hit the twist. I know there's some sort of a twist that comes at some point in it and i have not hit that point yet i have tried to stay as spoiler free on this as i as i can i've still been predominantly playing the card game part of it and um it, it's very very interesting i'm really enjoying it though and i'm i'm excited to see where it goes and how it gets all sorts of wonky so 
Now here's now here's a question for you: Is Inscription was Inscription actually worth being a contender for uh, for indie game or for best indie game? So far, I would I would say so. I mean, I I probably only have a couple hours in it at the at the moment. I'd say maybe like an hour and a half, two hours at the most. Um, so I I haven't played enough of it to really justify that i guess uh i would like to beat it before i really kind of gave it any sorts of like crazy uh accolades or anything personally my game of the or indie game would have easily been death's door as i'm sure chris would yeah see him perk up over there uh as i'm sure chris would uh, i'm immediately uh, googling inscription just because he said it oh god so <laughs> <knows>. <laughs> um but no i think it's very good i think there is a a pretty good reason behind it. I usually don't get into card games and this one has actually captured my attention. So uh, hats off to them because if you can capture my attention with a card game, you're doing pretty good. Hmm. It's on the Switch too, so I'm going to download that shit as soon as I Oh God. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if the, uh, the twist is what I've been told, but the screwy things that they do for that game is, is interesting. Uh, Jesse, uh, Marcel X has been had been playing that and tell me all the stuff that was going on with it. I was like, I gotta play this. He said you yeah. must play it on PC though if you're gonna play it. That's the best way to experience it. That's the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so, I, I can nice see talk, it. Now yeah. you're talking my language. Yeah, I've been playing it on PC mm -hmm. as well. So, and it's not like I mean, you don't even have to have crazy hardware or anything for it. Like it's it's pretty bare bones as far as graphically, but um, mm -hmm. yeah. But I also did upgrade my PC recently, so I can actually play, you know, modern games on it. So that's pretty oh, cool. Enjoy go. that. Ooh, what are you rocking? Uh, I got a 2060 now, so I'm at okay. least into the last, you know, couple years or so. So yeah, yeah. At least, at least you're, at least you're one gen behind. I'm also one gen behind. So I, so it, my man. It's funny because I literally got a case for my PC for Christmas because I just wanted to get it to where I could actually start upgrading things, and it turned into basically rebuilding my entire PC. The only thing that I am still using for my original PC at this point is my CPU. Everything else is brand new. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's how it happens. That's yeah, how it happens. that's how I understand uh, PC gaming at this point, uh, and it sounds like that's pretty accurate. <laughs> Yeah. See, um, yeah. All I can I go for an upgrade all... on mine. I know somebody who does computers, but he's never around. Yeah, you need. To, yeah, you need to. Are you gonna look, man? I will build your next computer. You just gotta pay for it. You just gotta pay for the parts. Uh, why do I gotta do that? <laughs> because I'm not. I'm. I'm sorry. Do I look like a computer warehouse? Yes. Mm -mm. No, I just. I just moved recently. I threw a whole bunch of shit out. If you want to, if you want a computer, if you want a computer built off of like 1999 hardware, you should have talked to me back before I moved. <laughs> I'll figure something out. <laughs> Put a potato in it. All right, who's who's next? Yeah, potatoes make good power supplies. That's what I heard. Uh huh. I read it in a science book on the internet. I did my own research. The Russians have been. That's a punchline <laughs> that people use for real. Oh, I did my own research. Nick in the chat's like Brody's in the PC mustard race. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't really like mustard, to be honest. That's fair. All right, who wants to go next? 
Um, I'm well, I'm still playing Uncharted too, huh? Four. Um, on the collect on the collection, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm still playing the PS5 upgraded Uncharted Four. I just got to uh, chapter 19 a little bit before we got on here, and uh, so there's three more chapters left, and uh, I'm I'm really liking it. It's it's a wonderful game. It's like man, Naughty Dog is is so good at making games look good, and that's about it. <laughs> the hey man, other the story and the they, research that they put into it, the Uncharted yeah. games are pretty good. Historic, they're pretty historically sound. That's true. Well, the, the stories are Nazi good. Zombies. The stories are good, and you know, the graphics are good, but. <laughs> I just I can watch videos of Nathan Drake jumping all day because it's it's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's just a ridiculous thing to watch. <laughs> I've uh, that dude's that dude's athleticism, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, and yet when he when you just push the jump button, it looks like me jumping, which is not good. You know, <laughs> why, why is Nathan jumping like this? And there's so many times like everyone everyone has this thing with Uncharted where it's like grabbing a ledge you thought you could grab and then oh like, yeah and you just and you just go right off, off a ravine and yeah. i'm like or like he's grabbing a ledge that you definitely were not intending to grab or not going that way and i've never i've never called anyone an idiot more than nathan drake in a game yeah. because i'm like no you idiots that's I not love, what i want you to do i love when he accidentally when he when he goes to the one that you were not trying to go to and then when you try to correct then he like slips and falls down yes <laughs> I was like, Nate, you deserve to die. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. <laughs> I need to go uh, back and play that game. Yeah, I only it's but, the only one I only played once. Was four? Yeah, yeah. I've only played it once, and now this is my second time, and I think I'm actually appreciating it more the second time. Yeah, um, I, I, and then I agree. It was a. It I'll was go right into. Once, I'll go right into Lost Legacy afterwards. Um other than that, I'm not playing a whole lot. I'm playing a couple things on Switch, but I'm playing Breath of the Wild again. I'm giving it another shot. And uh, you say another you, shot like you didn't finish it. I don't like it. I don't like Breath of the Wild. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a very hot thing. Yeah, <laughs> I did finish it, but I don't like it. That's like that was a big thing with a lot of Nintendo my Nintendo friends and so now I'm like I'm giving it another shot. I'm playing through it. I don't plan on beating it this year. I plan on taking as much time as possible and just like trying to find everything in the game. But I I'm, I'm like, sorry. I, st- I quit listening like five minutes. All I hear is white noise now. <laughs> so, wait, wait, why, so wait, wait, why don't wait, you is... like this? <laughs> like because it's too big and it's really empty for how big it is. Like I yes. just okay. Yes. I I mean that, I love Zelda, fair. and I love like the very like linear arity. I don't know how you would say that of the games, and this one was just really big, and I liked that idea until it was just like this until is just you a were lot there. of until you were there running, and I <laughs> I do make fun of people being like, oh, you can climb everything. I was like, okay, you can like climb everything in assassin's creed only like it doesn't even make sense like you can't make fun of assassin's creed anymore because now you're just climbing a rock that has no grip on it and you can just climb it i guess that's i guess that's cool like i just like there's all this kind of stuff that i'm just i just make fun of people for but i'm getting another shot i just 
I really the only thing I never liked about it was it's just so empty for how big it is. Like it just never felt like it deserved to be that big to me. Um, it didn't do enough to be that big, but I also hate breakable weapons in any game. But that's another thing. I'm willing you know to what? put that aside. <clears throat> one thing one thing I'll say, Austin, is I always trust your assessment of a game. And for a guy who's only started Breath of the Wild but has not made the commitment to play, uh, to play it and beat it, I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure like I'm gonna have the same feelings about it as you do, because also like honestly like I've never liked the change of format that Zelda that Zelda did when it moved to the when it moved to the to the 3D realm. Mm-hmm. I've never liked that. I'm 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 kind of a purist. I like the top I like the top down, you know like like the over like the overhead view. I've always mm. liked that, you know, which is why I love like you know like the Zelda games in the style of like Light Link's Awakening and Four Swords Adventures and all that stuff. Like I, yeah. I love it, and oh, and of course the Minish Cap. I, just, I mean, and don't get me wrong, I I still like the 3D stuff. Like my favorite is Wind Waker, and that's a very like open oh, game, and there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of empty to it. But this one was just like, all right, we're gonna amplify the worst of Wind Waker and add it even more, and make <laughs> it not on water and on ground. It's just like. It's just all right, <laughs> but at some, that's me. At some point, they're just gonna burn a copy of Majora's Mask right in front you, of us. You take that fucking back. <laughs> it's, it's, I, it's, I, it's love bad. I love Majora's Mask. I love I didn't like any of the. I didn't like any of the '64 era Zelda games. It's okay, Not buddy. You, it's okay to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Not liking it is not a, a right or wrong thing. I'm gonna say that right now. <laughs> I just don't understand. Oh, going in that vein, I did just finish Link's Awakening, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I played remake? over the weekend. I did That's... play the remake. I never finished the original because I was, like, five or six, and mm-hmm. I would play a game. Like, I remember playing the beginning a thousand fucking times, but that was about it because, you know, I'd do it on car trips. So it was like this, under lights and shit. Yeah, because um, it was the early '90s and backlights weren't a thing, so it was really nice to go back and and play the redone version. I like play, the top down play, playing it in handheld version, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played it. I didn't. I yeah. played it a little bit on my TV, but I played it mostly in handheld um, at night, laying in bed in between episodes of King of the Hill because I went back and started watching that. And that show's funny as shit. I can't, I have friends in it's Texas. Still so funny. Most, oh, it's so funny. It's, I went it's, back and I, watched like the first two seasons not too long ago, just like getting like just rewatching because I always watched it on TV. I never watched it all the way through, and I was like, "This show's still funny. Like it's still it's still the same. It's <laughs> the same stuff they're talking about now is the same stuff there. It's uh-huh, 20, 20 it's just years Texas. ago. Yeah, yep. and, and knowing more people in Texas now as an adult, it makes way more sense. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't watch it as a kid. I was always like, it's just, can we just get to The Simpsons? Like, why are you making me wait another half an hour? I just want to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> I, I, I remember being the I don't same think it would have got it as much. I remember being the same way about King of the Hill. Like, yeah, when I was young, I was like, what is this? You know, and I'm like, what is, you know, like, a, um, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't respect Beavis and Butthead when I was young either. So like, oh, I, this was a, a definite spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. And I was like, what is this? Come on. Can we just get to The Simpsons, please? Yep. But 
for I mean I don't think I would have appreciated as much if I would have watched it then. Watching it yeah. now I have a much better. Yeah, it's more adult. Yeah, it's more adult. At least, you know, at least at least with Simpsons, like you know, like kids can watch it and and, and enjoy it. <laughs> but Dale is fucking hilarious, man. That that <laughs> mofo, <laughs> so oblivious to everything around him. So so was Link's Awakening all that you had done this past week? Uh, yeah, I played Fortnite as well, um, which I feel like is really... I don't know if it's gotten easier, but we've just basically been running roughshod over people. And so it's eventually going to not be fun. Mm. Cool. Well, um, I finally um, I finally got back into playing video games. Uh, of course, like, it was Monster Hunter Rise, but I um, also did... Um, I, Austin, I took... I pulled a... Um, I pulled a, a number from your, from your playbook, and that was... Um, I did the uh, I did the the, the ten dollar up, upgrade of Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy. I bought that. <laughs> I, was well. like, nice. I was like, nice. I was like, why? I was like, why spend why, why spend that extra money? Well, because I'm gonna I'm gonna spend the money to buy, to get the PC version. So I was like, you know what? They're not gonna they're not gonna get all that money. Not this time. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, and yeah. So I did start on Uncharted Four, and man, like the like that opening that opening when you're on the boat, like <laughs> trying to reach yeah. to the island. Oh my god! Like that shit looked beautiful. <laughs> let me let me ask you. So I am playing, I am playing the cutscenes in fidelity mode, and when I'm like running through the world, I put it back in performance mode because that 120 frames per second is god tier. I I don't know what mode you're using when you're playing. I'm playing overall in fidelity mode because when um because because I just want to see I just want to see what it looks like on on PlayStation because of course when I get mm. the PC version, yeah, I'm going to be running it in straight performance mode because graphics card you can you can basically have fidelity mode and performance mode at the same time <laughs> right they they have a mode where they do both but yeah I, yeah but it was, the was, 120 it, was it perform just... was it performance plus mode right yeah 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 but i i prefer just dropping in performance because i love it like i just it's so smooth it it makes it feel more like a shooter <laughs> than a chart it's ever felt like to me so yeah oh yeah oh, i'm not yeah. even the fast, like the fast response time yeah hell yeah yeah i'm not even sneaking anymore like i'm enjoying <laughs> the gunfight so much that i don't even try to sneak and cut and try to like sneak my way through it i just like straight up just like enter into a gunfight so you're just blowing through all your ammunition <laughs> oh all the time i'm like picking up whatever ammunition i get like i'm constantly like i'm trying to i'm trading guns out all the time I'm actually having a lot more fun doing it that way where I'm just like, I'm scrambling to try to find ammo somewhere and just, it's a lot of fun. Hmm, I may have to try it like that. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Uh, um, and then, uh, oh, and, um, and just to add for what am I watching? <clears throat> like I finally made it to season three of, of Cobra Kai and like, man, like I'm actually enjoying the show. Like, like, I don't know. I really don't understand why I didn't stick with it when it was when it was on well besides the fact that it was on youtube youtube red first mm-hmm. but um but yeah like i'm enjoying it which is a weird thing right like because now it's on netflix i completely forgot entirely that um it used to be on i knew it used to be on something but i, I had no idea it was on that yeah does that yeah, even still yeah. exist i imagine it's just yeah. youtube tv YouTube, now yeah youtube yeah youtube red still exists like it like um like I still see like stuff. I, I still get advertisements for YouTube Red stuff. Like uh, it feels like it's more like documentary stuff now. Mm. That's interesting. You know? That might be up my yeah. alley. I started uh, just as a, as an aside, as we're doing things we watched. I started watching The Legend of Vox Machina. 
which is yeah fucking awesome. I need to get I, on that. We play a lot of D and D, and in the first thirty seconds, I was like, "Oh, that's exactly how we play." <laughs> like, like my, I mean, no shit. Like, we played one game where one of our buddies was was the DM, and uh, it was boring as shit. So we were like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna do whatever we want." And so, um, my wife decided to start a cult through using the brothel. <laughs> because she said they, they, she was like, well, they would, they would, you know, self-esteem and stuff. They'd be the easiest targets to pick for a for a thing. Like, that sounds terrible, but okay, that's <laughs> probably true. So, yeah, is we that get, critical roles. Is that their it show? Is. It, oh, it is. Yeah, my friends are talking. My D and D friends have been talking about it, so um, I, they've been they've been I, watching it. I can't do the podcast because it's boring. Um, I do a lot. Have I have a lot of the critical role stuff? Just I find it interesting. I use a lot of their dice when we play. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I love the show. Hmm. I told I got my dad into it. I I told him about it, and he watched the. I, I said there's there's three episodes. Just go check it out. You'll probably like it. And then he called me the next like the next week and was like, Yeah, no, I watched the three episodes. And I was like, Yeah, no, there's only three. I said, No, 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 there's six. What? Yeah, no, no, I've watched all of them. <laughs> wait they're dropping them in batches three uh so this friday will be three the next friday will be three okay. they made a f- just fuck ton of money on kickstarter okay okay oh, i bet <clears throat> uh, they, it's i think it's the highest making kickstarter ever wow all the stuff that people got for um investing in it is worth dumb money all right, yeah, it's definitely on my list to watch. Um, I would have start, I would have actually started this weekend, but I had, I had stuff going on. I had to travel for, I had to travel for work, and then, um, and then on Saturday I was, I was out all day, like travel for work, went to Northern Virginia, and then, um, and then Sunday was, um, Sunday was, uh, I, I took a, I took one of the at home COVID tests, and then, um, spent That's time fine. with my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're well versed in COVID tests over here. Oh, I bet you are. A fucking Pokemon catcher in there. <laughs> collecting them all jesus Ugh. we just got our free ones from the postal service the other day haven't gotten ours yet yeah we got ours as an aside they uh, they did announce um the oscar nominees today and it is mind-blowing some of the stuff they left off yeah. oh oh i bet i bet i i go ahead I'll just say we're gonna go ahead and move on, but if you got if you got something you want to add real quick. <laughs> oh no, this is one of the first time in uh, years where I've only seen like by the time that they make the announcement that I've only seen one of the films. Because mm. um, I like to watch all of them every year. I'm I'm really really into the Oscars. Weirdly, I like movies. Um, mm-hmm. If you haven't noticed, it's from the fucking posters on my wall. I've Whiplash and La La Land and the Ghostbusters. Yeah, but, you know. That was all. It just you did just now we're just me rambling. Nerd. <laughs> I'm just expressive. All right. Let's go uh, let's go ahead and break into tonight's news and news and events for this for this week cuz uh we got a lot to talk about actually. And uh and I swear like it's one of those things where it's like man like when they throw all this stuff at us like uh, it's it's hard to like basically condense this down to a show because last week's show was two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> and I tried, and I'm trying my best not to do that. 
Please don't. <laughs> All right. I so feel bad getting out of ten. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, we're gonna, but, uh, but as always, we start first with the new and noble games coming for this week, which is the week of uh, uh, February seventh to the thirteenth. Uh, indie games, yeah, that's what this week is looking like. Indies are holding the spotlight this week, as all eyes are on two high-profile titles launching this week on both PS4 and PS5. <clears throat> We're starting off on April the. Uh, I'm sorry, April. <laughs> February the 8th. We're starting off with February the 8th's entries, which are today, by the way, Thursday, uh, Tuesday. Wow, I'm just all sorts of wrong, aren't I? <laughs> uh, up, up today is Ali Ali World for PS5 and PS4, as well as Sifu for PS5 and PS4. Uh, Ali Ali World is a bold new skateboarding action platform that's bursting with personality. Uh, flip and flow through the vivid and vibrant world of Radlandia, <laughs> meeting colorful characters as you grind, trick, and air your way to discover the mystical skate gods on your quest for Nirvana. Ali Ali World marks the third entry in the critically acclaimed Ali Ali series from Roll 7, which is the BAFTA and multi award winning independent studio. Right now, you can pick up Ali Ali World for, or for PS5 and PS4. Uh, for twenty nine ninety nine for the standard edition and the rad edition at forty four ninety nine, and I think there might be a ten percent off sale if you're um, a PlayStation Plus subscriber. So you may want to check that out. And then, uh, and then next up, rounding out today's uh, releases is Sifu, which is a highly anticipated martial arts game from uh, from the from the team of developers at Slow Clap. You are a martial arts master bent on revenge, <clears throat> fighting odds that are impossible to overcome in a lifetime. But you have a secret weapon. Each time you die, you rise again. You race to finish your quest as your avatar grows frail and gray. So yes, there is there is definitely a mechanic here. Can you beat your foes before you are dead? <laughs> the standard edition of Sifu is on PS5 and PS4 for $39.99 with the deluxe edition uh, being $49.99. So check that out. And I think that one's also got a uh, 10% off on PlayStation, um, PlayStation Store if you're a PlayStation Plus subscriber. <clears throat> and, then, and then on the 10th of February... We have Edge of Eternity, which is a uh, turn-based uh, JRPG game that lovers are going to love. Uh, that JRPG lovers are going to enjoy. <clears throat> I'm sure just uh, regular lovers too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like I don't know. Like some people are some people are RPG lovers and and don't like this stuff, and some people are JRPG lovers and don't like games like The Witcher. Hey man, don't judge people. People can be whatever whatever they want to. Hey, this was this wasn't judgment. <laughs> I was just I was just stating I was just stating something I observed. Whatever weird shit people are into, that's cool. Yep. So uh, so yeah, that's all that's all the releases for this week. It's a, it's a small list, but it's all devoted to the indies this week uh, because we're about to we're about to be in hell on earth in two weeks. <laughs> when, the, yeah. when when those triple A titles start start oh, slamming yeah. us. Yeah. Is it uh, what's today? What did we say today was the eighth? Is it today next is week? Eighth. Next week's eighth. Elden Ring and Horizon. No, El- uh, Horizon. next week's Horizon. Elden Horizon's the week after. Yep. Yeah. Days are hard. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. True. Absolutely. All right. So, uh, so which of this? So, question: Which of this week's releases are you most excited? Have you most excited about purchasing? Uh, for me, Sifu. it's going to be Sifu. But uh, but yep. Ali Ali World is is another game that I like another type of game that I like to play. So uh, it will probably wind up it'll probably wind up in my library soon. Sifu for me for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I had had my eye on it, didn't really look at too much into it, but 
it looked like something that may be up my alley. Um, I do have a question. Do you write all of these descriptions? I really hope you do. I do. Oh, that's, why I take, that's why it takes so long for the show notes to get done. It's very colorful. I usually start them on Monday and usually, usually have it finished by Tuesday. Interesting. See, that's a compliment. I thought you Googled them. But nope, you did it yourself, and it sounds wonderful. It did sound like very official, right? Like it right? sounded like, like something that developers writ I mean, or wrote. I, mean, I, I am a writer. Well, no, no. Some of the stuff is from the press kits. Some of the stuff is from the press kits. Oh, so you're plagiarizing? Gotcha. You did not quote <laughs> anything or cite any of your sources. I'm just just saying. Press kits. No, but the synopsis. Yeah. You wrote the synopsis, right? Yes. Okay, that's all. That's all I asked. I know you use other shit. You do cite Jesus that. Just, to, to discredit, I, I know I'm a historian, so I'm the fucking citation police. I just I wanted to give you a backhanded compliment. Jesus. Well, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Like I was impressed. I was like, man, this this is this is very colorful. Yeah, I can, like, like almost yeah, like see people of, fucking doing cake flips and shit. Like most of the like most of the stuff from the game synopsis and stuff like are usually I get them from the press kits or from the write ups from the, from the actual websites of the developers and stuff like that. You know, other stuff that other stuff you know in our in our show notes for for people who want the behind the scenes stuff. You know, uh, usually I write a lot of that stuff myself. You know, I, I gotta flex the writing muscle. You know, like I call myself a writer and I am part of the Boss Rush writing team, even though I haven't written a single thing in like in like a month. <laughs> Just make up a topic. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, so so what the uh, the glowing the the glowing uh, the glowing praises on seafood this week for everybody? Uh, I'm kind of looking at Ali Ali World. I've been eyeballing this one for a little bit. Um, yeah, like when, but I'm when I saw the preview of it at E3, I was like, oh man, like this looks kind of fun. I'm probably gonna get it on Switch though. Yeah, just just because this seems like the perfect game to like pick up, play for a little bit, and put down type rather than sit down. When I sit down on my TV, I want like an epic experience, right? And I actually want something right. a little bit more more in-depth, uh, but this is the perfect kind of game for just kind of sitting down and playing, I think. Uh, Sifu, I am somewhat interested in, but I think I'm gonna wait a little bit on this one, personally. I think I'm just, it's not something that catches my interest enough to go full price on i'm probably gonna wait for a sale and, and play it there but uh i saw somebody already did a speed run that was like 40 minutes yeah 40 minutes yeah Jeez. which is crazy but everybody seems to be pretty pretty happy with it for the most part and then i was looking at some some of the edge of eternity stuff and it looks like an older final fantasy type game yep. kind Typical of jrpg fair yeah it 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 looked fine but also yeah, I mean it's it's more of an indie RPG, right? Like it's not a full blown sixty seventy dollar pop game, but uh, doesn't look bad by any means. Yeah, uh, I believe it's. Um, I didn't check the pricing on it, but I believe it's thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. th at least on Steam, it's thirty bucks, uh, and it, it's been out on Steam for a while and has uh, mostly positive reviews. So, yeah, if you're a JRPG fan, like you're probably always looking for games like that, but. I only play like the big ones because I just don't have. <laughs> I want to want to play too many other games to spend hundreds of hours at each of these RPGs. But I know yeah. if this is what you this is what you play. This has got to be like you're just looking for these all the time. I'm sure. I I agree with Brody though. I want Ollie Ollie. And my goal, my plan was to beat Uncharted and Lost Legacy before this game came out, so I could play Ollie Ollie before Horizon. You really thought uh, you really I thought you could do this in a week. You really thought mm, you could have done games in the week. I'm almost done with one of them, and the other one's going to be shorter. You thought you could have done so... both of the games in the week. 
I thought it was possible. I thought it was you possible. Should called, you should have called out from work. You should have called out from work the other well, day. Well, he, here's the thing is, honestly, I we went out for my birthday last weekend, and I thought mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be out that long. I thought I was going to be home playing video games. Oh, but I ended up oh, going you out. Like you, and I'm you, going sound out. Like me that, you sound like me in that dinner I went to last last week when, <laughs> I, when I was like, yeah, I have two and a half hours before the show. Like, I know I'll be home before then. And then he went on an adventure, like you got abducted by hobbits <laughs> and shit. Pretty much. <laughs> no, well, we we left at like we left at lunchtime, and we went to Barnes and Noble, and then I started. I found a used bookstore on the way, and so then I was just like, it was gone. I was gone. Oh, until you like went on the adventure. Yeah, he, so, he had yeah. he had a lovely afternoon, is what he had. Yeah, is what it sounds so, like. But otherwise, I planned on playing games. And I was like, wait, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> Yeah, but. looks like looks like members of our audience are also in, in the Sifu uh, <laughs> as well. Um, I, 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 yeah, I pulled I, up the trailer. I'm 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 I might buy that before we're done here. I think um, <laughs> I think ultimately I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on that one. Um, as a matter of fact, I'm waiting on I'm waiting on both of these because I, I I'm really not trying to like get get really like ramped up into like all these new games that are getting released and stuff like that like so i'm gonna have to pick and choose what i get on sales what i get on first day like day one like technically uncharted uh uncharted uh, legacy of thieves collection was day one even though i just did like i just did the dual entitlement uh, upgrade you know yeah yeah uh, i did the same thing yeah but um but you know yeah i'm like really picking and choosing like you know like what i get because like this is going to be a loaded year and uh yeah can't can't just be dropping like 30 40 45 50 and 60 60 and 70 dollars you know yeah <laughs> like a, like a crazy adds up it does i I, I pre-ordered horizon crazy. a while ago i've got i'm gonna pay i need to pre-order uh elden ring because i'm gonna i'm gonna play it. i'm trying to figure out what i want to play it on and honestly mm-hmm. I, I i was kind of hoping brody was gonna say he was gonna buy seafood because then i was just gonna wait because eventually it'll be free like a month later <laughs> Oh, this yeah. is true. That's typically yeah. how it works. That's like I bought it, thing, it's going on sale or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, he buys shit and it goes on sale. So I listen whenever he says he's buying things. I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait a couple weeks. <laughs> See what happens. Like, sounds, like, sounds like me and any Nintendo title. Yeah. yeah Literally yeah, every time I buy a Nintendo title. Every time I buy a damn Nintendo title, it goes on. It goes half off. Like, like, like four days later. Which is even more impressive because they hardly ever go on sale. It's so. super rare. On sale, yeah, yeah, like yeah, like shit. Like I, which is why I need you to start buying more Nintendo games, Leron, so I can start no, getting no, no sir, what? No sir, what I do? What I do now? What I do now is I have somebody gift them to me. So like like this one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Notice this hasn't gone on sale yet. <laughs> yeah. I, but no, seriously, that one's pretty fun though. Yeah, I played that. I played that on the 3DS yeah. when it came out. I like that game. It's pretty Let, good. Let's see if we can cheat the system. Just buy it and don't open it for like two weeks and see if it goes on sale, and then you can return it. Or buy it, open it, and tell them you didn't play it, and you can totally try to return it. Try that at GameStop. I hear it works. <laughs> Actually, it does now. It does, does now. It? They they're so afraid of getting they're so afraid of getting negative feedbacks now that they basically bend the knee to a lot of bullshit. Oh, mm. I had somebody. <laughs> I did a feedback once, not a bad one, but one of my uh, buddies who was still working there at the time had me fill one out and uh, they read it on a conference call. I used the word service quite a lot. I pre- I, I want to say one of the lines was, I appreciated how well he serviced me. Oh, God. That's the, that's, the, <laughs> that's the line that they read uh... on the conference call. These guys like reading all this, <laughs> this glowing... 
glowing review. Uh, he provides exceptional service. Jeez. Uh, and that was right. my payback. Fuck you, GameStop. I <laughs> steal that $40. It was my boss. Told on, you. The, on that note, <laughs> we will go ahead. At least you're not bitter. <laughs> on that note, we will go ahead and move on. Um, all right, guys. So uh, I got a serious question for you. Mm-hmm. Did you guys catch the state of plays last week? I skimmed them. Skim them? Okay. Skim is good. Skim is good. Yes. Uh, like, Yep. Uh, Austin's nodding his head and Chris is definitely Nope. Smiling. I was on vacation and I fear my wife more than you. <laughs> <laughs> I, no bullshit. Let me be clear. I watched the Gran Turismo one. I tuned in for the Ghostwire Tokyo one, but I didn't want to be spoiled on a ton of things, so I bounced out pretty quickly. Okay, but yeah. once That's I what saw I'm what the game like and stuff... Out. Hey Chris, go ahead and um, go ahead and um, give us your plugs now because this is your final episode of Crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did I do? <laughs> you said you fear your wife more than you fear me. I do. <laughs> so I know what I, have, I know what I have to do now. I know what I have to do now. I have to get on Hannah's good side, and that way I have all I have free access to you whenever I want. That's what that's what has to happen. That sounds frightening and tantalizing. All I imagine time. she's like standing in the doorway, just looking at him right now. Just <laughs> go ahead, say it, Chris. Do it. Say something. Say something. Dare you? All right. So calls me we're gonna, a lot. Right, so we're gonna go through some highlights of the state of plays from last week, which were for Gran Turismo Seven and Ghostwire Tokyo. By the way, the Ghostwire Tokyo one was kind of like sprung on us. Like we didn't, we weren't expecting it to happen, and it just showed up. Yeah, it was just there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so starting off with Gran Turismo Seven, you know what? I wrote a bunch of notes on this. I'm just gonna skim them though. Uh, starting off with Gran Turismo Seven though, GT Seven is just under a month from releasing, which comes out on March the 4th. And Sony kicked off the game's marketing blitz last week with a half-hour state of play uh, video, which was dedicated to the title. It was nearly 30 minutes long. Uh, the state of play was helmed by Gran Turismo creator Kazunori Yamauchi, <laughs> who, who, doesn't, who doesn't just love cars. He worships them. All right. So I got this I got this information from uh, from our friends over at uh, Push... Uh, but yeah, pushsquare.com as well as uh, Video Games Chronicle. Uh, for Yamauchi, this is more than just a racing game. It's a car life simulator. Car life simulator. And if you were, and if you are worried that the series may have lost some of its quirkiness over the time, then rest assured, it's a return to reform that Gran Turismo has endured for 25 years at bring and just kept it at the top of its genre. Because there's nothing else quite like it, and you can feel you can feel Kazunori's fingerprints all over this title. Uh, it's being pitched as the best Gran Turismo through the ages, and is shaping up to be a compellingly comprehensive package. All right, all right. So for for the people who did actually check it out, give me uh, give me some of your impressions on it. So uh, I I have to preface this all by saying I'm not a huge Gran Turismo guy. Okay. One, I, I was not a huge uh, PlayStation guy in the past, but I have come I around to that. it, obviously. Um, but I also am not a huge, like, simulation racer. Like, if I'm playing... I used to really love that kind of stuff, and I kind of got out of it. Um, yeah. But I I now, at this point, I, I kind of more enjoy just, like, a, a fun 
racing game or like some of the more quirky stuff or even like the open world things like i i played quite a bit of, of forza horizon 5 right um but uh, i gotta say i mean this is gorgeous looking and and for what this game is doing i think it is going to excel i think it is going to absolutely kill it and this series sells way more than what you would ever imagine especially for being like a simulation racing game uh and i mean like they're saying this is going to be the best Gran turismo through the ages and i don't doubt that at all i mean everything about it looks gorgeous the design of even like the the map system and everything that they have is fantastic like they're doing a lot of really cool stuff here and i mean the cars are just wild looking how realistic they are and and even from you know looking inside while you're driving the car is just incredibly detailed and you can tell that they're very passionate about what they're doing and that they poured everything into designing these to be as realistic and lifelike as they can yeah for real like uh like just that whole just the whole like the 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 map island (laughs) that's That is probably the sickest feature I've seen in Gran Turismo. Now, 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 I will say it looks like it was definitely influenced by other simulation games, you know, and stuff like that. But that's besides the point because the fact that you know, basically, basically, looks like you know, like you just have a place to like live and thrive in. It's just, it's just amazing, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, and and that map basically serves as the hub for the single player experience for the game. Um, built in with dealerships uh where you can purchase cars tune them um compete against the ai and um and there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on there of course the license tests are back uh and you got the mission you've got the new mission based drag uh drag race challenges um as well as like the drift challenge which i don't i haven't played a grand turismo game in a while was have they been doing drift challenges the last one i played was four and there was no drift challenge in four uh I would say Sport definitely had it, and I don't remember oh. if Six might have had it, but Sport definitely did. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. And Sport. Right. I hate drift challenges in every game, so I that's the one I thing too. I hate. Doing. You know, I have them too because, in all honesty, you know, mm-hmm. I've never drifted a car in real life, but I know for sure that drifting in a video game does not feel like how drifting would be in real life, so I've never gotten it. <laughs> The best I can, the best I can do is hard drift around, hard drift around corners, you know, and actually get the get the bonus points that you you, know, yeah. you get when you pull off a perfect drift. But that's about it. Like when is it? Yeah. When it's actual drift challenges, where he's like, man, I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe the dual sense controller helped me get better at drifting. Maybe. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm very excited. Turismo. You've never played any Gran Turismo? No, no, no. I haven't played a Gran Turismo game since Gran Turismo Three on the PS2. Okay. Um, you saw it said car life simulator in my mind immediately went oh dude driving in like a Ford Escape taking his kid to play care, that's that's my kind of thing. <laughs> Get me on that simulator. Which button like is the SWAT one? This is the SWAT one. <laughs> and I SWAT my yeah. I'm sure did. <laughs> uh, I don't think you understand the anxiety that that just gave me. It's my favorite one too. It's pretty. But no, I I, I appreciate them. I like racing games. Um, Burnout paradise is one of my favorite games like ever um yeah i'm definitely a arcade racer i i i missed uh, i missed the state of play but i have seen stuff on gran turismo uh, 7 and it's beautiful i mean they're real it, it's a beautiful game they've always been really really pretty games and you know mm-hmm. there's some part of why people like them so much 
Yeah. Yeah, like the game like the game looks the game looks great. Even even the earlier stuff that we saw, like, you know, back when we thought it was coming out last year, you know, even the earlier stuff looked impressive, you know. Even though it was definitely it was definitely, you know, like it was it was basically not so much stock footage, but you know, like that footage they give you that's that says, Hey, the game is coming, look at this, you know. Um but yeah, um <clears throat> let's see. Uh with this game, going back to going back to the write-up, uh let's see. Music also plays a key role in this game. Uh with poly, uh poly, is it polyphony or polyphony? Polyphony. Polyphony, okay. Polyphony <laughs> Polyphony Digital once again leaning heavily into lounge tunes that, that define the series. The lounge tune thing, that that started in what, GT four, right? Because remember when the because remember when the when remember when the soundtracks used to be like actual licensed licensed games for the uh, licensed music for the most part like you know like and it was like really like like remember okay Austin you might remember this remember remember popping in um, Gran Turismo two and hearing my uh, favorite mistake by the Cardigans I remember always having the lounge music okay since GT two. Okay. Except okay. for the uh, the oh yeah song that they play during the tutorials, of yeah. course, which yeah. I think is in every one of them. But that's I, I honestly just remember the lounge type music being in all of them, if I remember mm. correctly. But okay, okay, because I I remember every I well I've been playing uh, well I was playing I was playing since the very first one I I played GT one two three four and then skipped everything and I'm not sure how I'm going to feel about GT seven who knows at this point <laughs> uh, but uh but according to this uh there will be uh, seventy five there will be seventy five hours and over three hundred tracks in the game and you'll be able to pair replays with certain songs uh, with the camera transitioning dynamically to the to the beat of the music that's kind of cool actually that is kind of cool yeah. Um, Yep. Meanwhile, I took my glasses off and I couldn't see for a second. Meanwhile, an entirely new mode uh, named Music Rally will introduce <laughs> checkpoint-based drives where the emphasis is less on racing but more on enjoying your car and the soundtrack. So basically, you got you got like a I don't know, like a like a like a Sunday driver mode basically. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's, that's the there you go. There you go, Chris. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Does it come complete with a child that tells me because he doesn't love me, I need, I need that. If that's a requirement, just, just sit your real child <laughs> behind you. Life. Just don't have him stand behind me behind the Yeah, couch. I'm, I'm, I'm still floored that somebody knew a cardigan song that wasn't loveful. I had no idea that they did another song or had more music until oh, yeah. right in this second. Oh wow! <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I don't remember licensed music. Uh... For some reason, yeah, like, I just don't remember. Yeah, the it very. At all. Let me see. The very first, the very first Gran Turismo had um, "Are You Gonna Go My Way" by Lenny Kravitz. Um, "Paranoid" by uh, by Garbage. Um, that's what I'm looking at now. Like Garbage is in here. Uh, the second one has Garbage, Filter, Foo Fighters, Crystal Method, mm-hmm. Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. All these bands that I listen to. Is this to. game coming out in 1998? So. No, no, no. We're talking about Gran Turismo One. Well, oh, two. my bad. I thought he was talking. About, so well, that was two. two. So okay. was I right? Did it come yeah. out in 1998? Uh, Probably not too far off. Very possible that's when it came out. I was, we, I, I, I missed because we were talking about music for Grand Turismo Seven. So I got disconnect the disconnect there, and I was like, "What the fuck's happening?" Grand Turismo Two released December 11th, 99. Yeah, nice. Yeah, you're. Well, I ballparked the fuck out of that one. <laughs> 
Yeah, nine, 98 huh. sounded too early. Uh, I was like, 98 sounds too a little too early. Because um, I, cause I couldn't remember for sure when I was playing it. I, I thought it was a 2000 game, but yeah. Um, yeah but I think Grand Turismo 7 came out in 98. Yeah, sorry. yeah. With Gran Turismo 7, Yamauchi is promising the best simulation that Polyphony Digital has ever created. And also, uh, because a lot of the information that I've gotten uh, for this show tonight was based off the PS5 version, as well as what we saw in the um, in the State of Play, which was also promoting the PS5 version. In terms of PS5-specific features, Yamauchi also highlighted the 3D audio, which is uh, and, and how Sony's using uh, and how is using Sony's fanciest Tempest audio engine to accurately render the position of sounds. Uh, it's also using the haptic feedback uh, to extend the sensory experience. Haptic feedback for the DualSense controller, that is, <laughs> of what it calls sub. Oh, I'm sorry, my bad. I got ahead of myself. Haptic feedback from if you have those those nice Sony headsets. The haptic feedback to extend the sensory experience of what is called sub-audio vibrations. Uh, effectively, the DualSense controller will capture and render frequencies uh, uh, below what the ears can hear, allowing you to feel those vib- those vibrations in your hand. So mm-hmm. there's, something, there's something to chew on with that. Uh, here goes some of the other key features uh, that Gran Turismo 7 includes. Uh, we've got the Gran Turismo World, which is the extended map that we talked about, uh, which will feature lo- locations such as driving missions, license tests, used car dealership, uh, the World Circuits, Gran Turismo Cafe, legendary car dealership, tuning shop, and much, much more. Mm-hmm. Uh, another feature is uh, tracks, time of day, and weather. At the launch, Gran Turismo 7 will officially contain over 34 locations and over 90 layouts uh, of tracks, which will host over 100 race events. Now, remember... Like some of these, some of these tracks are the exact same tracks, except you ride, you run them in reverse. So, so don't think it's all unique. <laughs> tracks will all have limited time and weather transitions, featuring morning to evening time progression and weather that can cycle between sunny and cloudy. Wet weather will only be available on some specific tracks, with the rain affecting both the surface moisture and the t- and temperature, and accounting and, and will account for in the physics model. Uh, and here's something that people will be happy about. Unlike GT Sport, it won't be permanent weather either. Yamuchi has said that the drying line it also affects vehicle handling. So yeah, so mm-hmm. get ready. Hope you hope you got good tires. Uh, graphics most featured in the game. <laughs> graphics most featured in the game include the frame rate mode, which is used for gameplay that runs at 60 frames per second and does not feature ray tracing, while the ray tracing mode. <laughs> is used for race replays, uh, 3D stages, and the photo mode. Um, I already spoke about 3D spatial audio and haptic feedbacks. Uh, there's also there's also the tuning mode, which you know that's a classic staple of Gran Turismo. That's also the reason why I stopped playing the game. <laughs> uh, you've also got the music replay and music rally mode, which I also mentioned, and there's much much more ahead for that. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, to close off Gran Turismo Seven. Let's just say, from based off everything that I've read and everything I've seen, Gran Turismo Seven has no clear ending. Uh, Yamuchi uh, has stated that I believe GT Seven is the type of game where people will get a lot of mileage and discover a new way to play it, even a year down the line. He said a year. He said a year. I think he. I think he should have been more. Yeah, been a year's more not super flattering. Well, okay, so one thing one thing we learned about after after state of play, you know, like um like, like I just saw the news this uh like was it yesterday or maybe been today, is that is that expect DLC for the game. We don't know if it's paid DLC or free DLC, but expect DLC for the game. They've got a whole bunch of new stuff that they're gonna be adding to the game, but we don't know what it is just yet. Yeah. 
I mean, shoot, Gran Turismo Sport was even adding cars up till. I think they still add stuff now in Gran uh-huh. Turismo Sport because the dedicated fan base. So I'm very yeah. excited to dig into this game. Uh, I love the museum mode that they got going on too as well. I said this is going to be the most in-depth museum where like you're going to be able to read like literal books on each of these cars of like the manufacturers and stuff like that which is yeah the manufacturers as a matter of fact Uh that was one thing they said like like some of the actual designers will actually will actually like wrote up things for their cars like like actual Mm -hmm. designers of the particular model of the car and stuff like that yeah like uh i can't remember who they highlighted it was somebody from porsche that had um you know Mm -hmm. like he personally like did a write-up for for one of the vehicles featured in the game yeah, I I can't wait. I will say, I'm gonna die. I will say this. I'm gonna die I will say this. Uh, Polyphony Digital, they they are masters at attention to detail. You know, like mm. you know, like this is a game. This is a, this is a game that car people will love. And when I say car people, mm. I'm talking about people who truly appreciate cars and appreciate every facet of a vehicle and stuff like that. Uh, it's 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 second to none, honestly. Um, and you know, like I like. Like I said earlier, I'm more into arcade games, arcade racing games now than, than you know simulation. But there was a time when I was hardcore about Gran Turismo. Like I, like I played every, like I, like I didn't, I didn't get G- Gran Turismo one when it came out when it when it was launched. But uh, but once I found out about Gran Turismo and actually me and a buddy, we actually played it. We were in like a race league and everything. We were we were like we were like copying like our, our, our ratios and our, 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 our gear settings and everything and submitting them to online leagues and stuff like that and you know putting ourselves in challenges and stuff like that and then every and then gt2 gt3 and gt4 had those on launch that's how hardcore i was until i wasn't hardcore anymore <laughs> uh... a, little, a little a little a little game called burnout got my attention <laughs> And you know what? It's like, oh, I don't have to. I don't have to like tune these cars and stuff. All I have yeah. to do is drive through an auto shop, and it, and it gets tuned for me. <laughs> I I mean, Burnout Three is still my favorite racing game of all time. It's not even close for me, but I I do enjoy a Gran Turismo every once in a while, just just to play through, uh, get that real experience. You know, yeah. <laughs> not not. I, nothing will ever beat Road Rage in Burnout for me. Like, nothing will ever beat that mode. I love that mode so much. I think one of the craziest things about this is the fact that they did this direct and then they're just kind of like, hey, this is coming out in like a month. Because if I remember correctly, I don't think we had a release date for this prior to this, right? We didn't have a definitive release date. As a matter of fact, they, yeah. they first whispered that Gran Turismo Seven and Horizon Zero, Horizon, I'm sorry, Horizon Forbidden West will be coming out at the same time. Like, uh, like I think, yeah. I, I think initially, like, like Gran Turismo was supposed to be out in July, and Horizon was supposed to be out in September or October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, um, and then both those games got pushed, and you know, um, and so. And then became, and then began the whole thing of is Gran Turismo Seven even coming out? Because you know, like Gran Turismo games, after Gran Turismo Four, they were notoriously known for not coming out on time. <laughs> yeah, and when I say not coming out on time, I mean like two years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, plus let's go. VR stuff's uh, gonna be cool whenever that comes out too. The VR, yeah, which they the didn't, which they didn't mention anything about during the state of play. Honestly, they uh, like I there was we'll like a little. It. Yeah, yeah, Later. yeah. Well, well, no, no. It's 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 been it's been hinted at that VR is coming to Gran Turismo, but they didn't they didn't speak anything about it. Like, it wasn't mm-hmm. it wasn't actual write ups after the after the presentation. Mm-hmm. 
All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to Ghostwire Tokyo real fast because I think this will be a little bit quicker than um than uh than the Gran Turismo stuff was. Um, all right, so Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, their state of play happened the following day. That was uh, what was that? February, February. That would have been the f- third. That was, that was the third. Yeah, yeah, February third. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> all right, Ghostwire Tokyo has hints of Resident Evil Four in it. Uh, from the sharp combat to the comical merchants, uh, everything that Shinji Mikami was known for with Resident Evil 4 is, is all that winning formula appears to be back in full form here in Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, Ghostwire, to- Ghostwire feels like the kind of, kind of smart genre reboot that Resident Evil was known for, like once Resident Evil, because well, we technically had that in Code Veronica, then we had another reboot in 4, then we had another reboot in 6, and now we have 7. <laughs> Like, there's so much going on, and basically, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, basically from the father of Resident Evil, you know, uh, it looks to be that way. In Ghostwire Tokyo, the setting is undeniably captivating. Uh, you start in an aban- it will basically is the abandoned uh, Tokyo Shibuya district, uh, which has been mysteriously filled with demons and ghouls under the direction of a masked villain. Uh, players control Akito, a protagonist who manifests supernatural powers after he's fused with another character called KK, uh, who is a mysterious ghost hunter who's become a spirit. Uh, together, the pair must find out what's happened to Tokyo and defeat the mysterious villain, Hanaya? Hanya? Hanaya? Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. I guess it's as good as mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most... In- most intriguing from the gameplay that 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 we watched was the character and variety on show. Uh, the same ingredients was made Shinji Mikami's Resident Evil 4, a cold hard classic. Uh, players explore a city that feels dense and believable, and the character hunting ghost uh, and the character with the character hunting ghosts through apartment interiors and even on rooftops. Um, as a keto. Uh, players fire supernatural projectiles with their hands at various headless schoolgirls and spooky salarymen patrolling the streets. I kid you not. I kid you not. It's schoolgirls with no heads. Yeah. Apparitions. Yeah. <laughs> the main objective, though, is to attract. Uh, I'm sorry, to extract the enemy's cores after they weaken. Uh, this is done by holding down the L2 button to slowly rip foes apart with uh, with the rolls of a supernatural string, like. That was that was really cool, actually. When I saw that, that was really cool. I'm sorry, Austin. I know you didn't watch it. I know you didn't watch it. <laughs> I watched. I watched part of it. I watched part Did of it. Did you see that part? Did you see that part? I think I know which part you're talking about. Because I, I would tell you, the action in this game looks awesome. Like I'm uh, 100 down for this game. Yeah. Uh, in Ghostwire Tokyo, not all of the supernatural uh, uh, creatures in Tokyo are foes. Uh, cre- uh, elements, no- I'm sorry, spirits known as yokai, which is a class of spirits from Japanese folklore, are also located around the city in the form of magical tanuki and other animals, uh, who nice. give the player new abilities and guidance throughout the game. Uh, there's there's also another all-time classic Shinji, Mik- Shinji Mikami, Mikami mechanic, which is the shopkeeper. What are you buying? <laughs> this one will be in the form of a magical floating cat who will sell keto items from behind the counter of a local convenience store i wonder that they didn't actually I, I can't remember if i actually saw it but i wonder if it's gonna be like the, the waving cat <laughs> oh i'm sure there is 
I just hope he rolls yeah. like the uh, the the guy at Resident Evil Eight, the shopkeeper too. Like he just he just rolls from the back front to the back of his uh his little wagon thing. Isn't the waving cap more of like a Chinese thing oh, rather Chinese? than Japanese? You know, you might be right. I've only yeah. ever seen them in like Chinese restaurants. That's okay, the only I'm, reason I'm, I say that. I have no clue, but just going I'm out sorry, on a limb. Forgive me, <laughs> forgive me to our listeners out there that I may have insulted. I'm just a stupid guy, Gene. <laughs> I'm actually excited for this one. Sorry, I had yeah. to step out. My child is having a full-on meltdown, so I'm going to keep this going as long as I can. Um, I'm actually excited about this game. I like I like the Resident Evil games. Um, I like the like the scary aspect to it, so it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I know I'm like super random here, but I wanted to. I just I wanted to say something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, so so speaking of Grand Turismo Seven, um, uh, this is this is mainly for our audience, but you guys can chime in as well. Uh, are you excited about what we've seen of Grand Turismo Seven so far? Given that it's coming out in less than thirty days now, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it looks cool. I'm probably not going to pick it up just yeah. personally, I but I think it looks really good. I think I think it looks great as well. Like I, uh, you know, the one thing I loved about the they went into so much detail talking about the ray tracing mode that you really have to you really have to appreciate like like the level of detail they put in the game alone because you know what when you no, there's nothing like there's not like going outside and seeing like a freshly washed and detailed car and stuff like that and seeing like the reflections the way the light hits and stuff like that so that ray tracing mode like that's going to be a real spectacle for 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 console gamers, you know, I'll, I'll say that mm-hmm. it's going to be a real spectacle because, like, this is not just going to be a whole bunch of like light tricks, like a whole bunch of other games, like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Like, yeah, we saw reflections on like on like the ground, you know, wet ground with puddles and stuff like that, but we really didn't see them on cars and stuff like that with with, with, with ray tracing stuff on, you know. Mm-hmm. But with this, like, you're actually going to see something that's that's close to life, you know. And I think that's going to be something really cool that gamers going to be able to experience and appreciate. Um, does Ghostwire Tokyo look like the next direction for survival horror gaming? I, no. I personally feel like it's a hybrid of what we've already seen, what's, what's come before, because, you know, like, Resident Evil 4 kicked, kicked the doors off with, like, you know, like, first person, well, actually, no, Res, I'm sorry, Resident Evil 7 kicked the doors off of first person horror, even though other games had done it, you know, but it seems like Resident Evil 7 is where, like, it just got realized and became a thing, you know, and I'm not trying to, like, you know, like, blow Resident Evil 7 up because I haven't even played it. <laughs> I I almost got more like Bioshock vibes in a way from this to like you know just what? the way yeah. just the way it, like I don't know the the art style was way different than what I expected uh yes. from what we originally saw from it and it almost has that like kind of Bioshock feel to it. Um I I definitely see what you're saying with the uh the Resident Evil 4 uh stuff but this uh as you can see just like your hands, you know, in one hand, like when you said something about him, like taking the soul type of deal, that, is, that was almost wait, reminded yeah, I me of all about Bioshock. I forgot all about Bioshock. Yeah. yeah. Which actually makes too. me more likely to get this because I'm more of a Bioshock fan than I am a Resident Evil fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm actually interested in this, especially like it doesn't seem as. It seems like it will have spooky, almost like thriller type things, but it's not going to be your jump scare, like. It didn't seem like it had that type of vibe either, you know. Mm. Yeah, the the Bioshock guy is, uh, of the show is very quiet. <laughs> I mean, I'm 
I'm just really excited. I I didn't think about the Bioshock vibe. I I just like the idea of like I know like people really like the Shang Chi movie and like you know I just like how the hands are doing the Naruto thing where it's just like constantly just yes. moving around. Like I think that's so cool. That's something we haven't seen in a game that I can remember. Like I don't remember I a first person like. It, like there's no weapons it seems like it's all just based on your hands which it's is like, really it's like cool. you are the it's like your hands are the weapon mm-hmm. yeah and so that that to me i think is the cool part i'm really i did i don't like evil within and evil within 2 and mm-hmm. so i was a little worried about this game being for me but just watching the gameplay like what the art style is like totally totally my thing i'm i'm definitely down i love all the colors that are popping out like it just seems like you're fighting a ton of different enemies um it kind of gives me some scarlet nexus feels with some of like just the weird enemy types yeah Um, i could see so i'm i'm totally down for this game like i Mm -hmm. it's a little weird because (laughs) we went from like not talking about it all to being it's out next month um and it's also a little weird that like this technically wasn't a state of play it was just an official showcase for this yeah, game yeah. they worded it yeah, weird it, and yeah, i don't know if yeah, that's they, word, they the, did word it weird because it did it does say uh it does say state of play mm-hmm. but i wonder if it's because it's like the bethesda thing like maybe i don't know i don't know if they're just trying to get this game out at this point but it seems like the marketing for this game has not been huge Really it was not. it was yeah, very strange. strange yeah like we got we got a tidbit about it there was a bunch of hype around it and then we didn't that like they completely went radio silent for what a year and a half yeah, almost yeah, yeah and yeah. just nothing and then all and of then, a sudden it's like hey by the way this is coming out like next month you're like yeah because it was, okay. it was yeah. because it was it was shocking because we didn't even see anything from the e3 like you know like it was right. announced it was announced it, it was announced uh a year ago you know uh, for for the playstation highlight from before Either right when the PS5 was coming out, or right after the PS5 came out, it was a, it was in a highlight show, and then we didn't see anything else of it because, of course, you know the Bethesda deal happened with, with Microsoft. They did something in September because I've seen this game before. Yeah, they've talked about this at least they, once before. They did it at a state of play. They at least ran a, a trailer because I saw this. That's why I know about it. It was game right awards. after I came on. It wasn't I'm the game. Sure awards. It was it, game. It, wait, it wasn't game I awards. Think, it wasn't. It was back in like September. Okay. Chris All is right. right. I, there I, I was know, there was a time they did show it, um, but we did not see nearly enough, and there was still no date for it. There and for all we know, it could have been like in the summer. It could have been next year when, or like August, September, like when Deathloop came out last year. That's all we really knew. And now to be like, hey, here's the Gran Turismo State of Play, which is a big thing. Uh, Thirty minutes of it, and then like two hours later just like hey we're gonna do a ghostwire tokyo thing tomorrow and honestly i missed it because i just kind of like checked out of games that day like in <laughs> games media and stuff and then like the next day we were like oh did you see ghostwire tokyo i was like uh no i did not know that was the thing <laughs> like i totally missed it so um, yeah I, th- I think the original announcement was game awards maybe is that correct? The the year before last, obviously not this past year, but I was thinking it was either that or it could have been. Um, fuck. I, other than that, I'm not sure. But I, for some reason, it's sticking out that a Game Awards was when it was announced. Um, but you know it, regardless, it, it was Game Awards because I, 
I see this as a game that Jeff Keighley would have had like a nerd boner about. Oh yeah, this yeah. is fucking yeah. This is kind of Kojima esque, <laughs> right? I, I could have swore that it was actually the PS5 launch. Like I think it got announced the same day as Deathloop, like a yeah, couple what, of years ago. That's what ago. I'm thinking too. But you know, like who knows? I can't like, remember when it was. All we know is like the ad campaign for this game has been kind of kind of skewed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've only seen it the one time. Like Austin said, I was right. Austin said I was right. But but when it got released, (laughs) it was totally different than what we're seeing now. Because all it was was like this. uh, It was like kind of like a navy blue, white, and everything was kind of like silhouetted. And that's all we really knew about this game until we got uh, whatever came out in like August, September, I think. It it was just Uh, a trailer. June 2019 at the Bethesda conference at E3 was when this was originally announced. But it was like this super short snippet, like nothing even close to what this like actually is really. I mean, they showed like a headless dude and that was about it. And then you're like, okay, so what's this? What are we, what are we doing here? Right. Um, He's a headless guy. It's literally sleepy hollow. Yeah, obviously. um, so it looks like it looks like the bulk of us, as far as like which game we're 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 more, we're more interested in, it looks like the bulk of us were more interested in um in Ghostwire Tokyo than Gran Turismo. Not saying that we're not interested in Gran Turismo. It's just more like we're gonna get Ghostwire before we get Gran Turismo. Right. I'll be getting yeah. them both. I'll be getting them both, but I'm very. I'm more. I'm more likely to finish this game than I ever will finish Gran Turismo Seven. That's for sure. Well, nobody beats Gran Turismo 7. That's the thing about it. Like, that, that game has no end. Yeah, you well, can play it for a full year. That game, <laughs> it, it, it just shuts off at the end. Yeah, you have a year to play it, and that's it. Yeah. And then you trade it in and get the newer model, just like real cars. Get yeah. at me when they get that edition. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> just a bunch of minivans and, <laughs> and crossovers. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna go ahead and move on to our final news topic for the night. Uh, and uh, this is a good one. Uh, Jade Raymond's uh, Studio Haven has tripled in size and is looking to push the PS5 with uh, push the PS5 with their debut title. Uh, the reason why I say push is because apparently uh, we we found out recently that uh, that the studio actually had pitched three titles that they wanted to make for PlayStation. And Sony was like, "This is cool and all." But actually, wait, actually, no, it wasn't Sony. They're like, "We we, we want to pitch these," and Sony was like, "Sure, let's do it." And they're like, "Wait, you know what? Let's 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 make one top tier title first, and then come back to those other ones." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this uh, this this info is coming to us from uh, David Carcassol at PSU, as well as Rebecca Smith at PlayStationLifestyle.net. Uh, when Haven Studios was announced, it caused quite a stir as a studio to watch. Uh, the time. Uh, that line of thinking has only gotten more true as the game goes on, with Haven now having tripled in size as they work towards their uh, towards launching their debut title on PS5 and PC. In a recent interview with two of the studio's founders, that being Jade Raymond and Pierre-Francois Sapinski, uh, they both talk about the studio's expansion and how they originally how they were originally asked to do more than one project to start and their and their debut project itself. Uh, while this is definitely all exciting and everything, it's not surprising to hear that they've, they've expanded so much, especially as they've been pulling top talent straight from Ubisoft more than once. Uh, also of note is that Raymond 
uh, Paula, uh, you know, I'm not even going to attempt to try and pronounce that name. <laughs> uh, and Sapinski has revealed in another interview that the game was one of three pitched to Sony, who then offered to fund all of them, as I was saying a moment ago, uh, but not one to overwork themselves. Hayden decided to concentrate on just one of them instead. At the end of the day, uh, the studio has just 25 members at the time of the interview, uh, the, uh, which includes the five founders and 20 former Google employees. Uh, and there's a limit to what the team of, and there's there's a limit to what a team of that size can realistically achieve at once. Uh, whether the other two projects will will ever see the light of day remains to be seen. What we do know is that this project will be an online focused endeavor and will broaden PlayStation's online service-based uh, game offerings. Uh, but that's pretty much all we know for now. But side note, uh, the the heads of the studio said they also want to work beside Mark Cerny for some for some game-changing, like, you know, like, I think they said games as a service, like, type deal. So, you know, hey, we're, we're getting that territory that, you know, that Bungie's, like, you know, pulled in with Sony. Yeah, I mean, yeah. shortly after that whole Bungie acquisition, or... Uh, announcement i guess I, I, it's not finalized yet but um they they said that they want 10 live service games by the end of 20 or in the next four years i believe yeah, is what 20, it was yeah yeah t- i think it was 2020 i think it was 2028 is what they said yeah yeah but so i would not doubt that this is definitely one of those especially the way they are leaning into the online focused i also think it is very wise for them to uh pull off of three projects and just go to one because as a new studio especially a relatively yeah, small don't, studio oh, don't like stretch yourself yeah. i mean even though yeah. even though you have a powerful name like jade raymond you know and like right. and like and like and like a, a a nice group of people from ubisoft as well as google from the stadia team and all that stuff don't just <laughs> Don't just yeah. swing for the fences, you know, like, and, you know, like, overextend yourself. And it's well, a very that... <laughs> eclectic group of people. Like, Jade Raymond obviously has been very, very successful in what she has done. Uh, but some of the talent from Ubisoft is an interesting pull. And then at that of Google Stadia employees, uh, probably from the defunct uh, Stadia studio that they had at one point in time. Um, it, it seems like it could be very interesting. And I'm curious what they're going to push. But I'm also like, it seems like it's kind of disconjointed, right? Like when you have, when you have not even announced a title for a game and you're like, hey, we have three projects in the work and we're a studio of 25 people. It's like, slow your roll a little bit and and focus really on like one and then impress everybody with that one. And then you can pump out the other two after that. <laughs> like, you know, what, you know, here's what, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Like Sony is, Sony does a good job of, um, of not being as uh, being hands off, you know, yeah. like they, they've been, they've been doing that. They've been doing that for, for, for a while now. And it seems to work out well. So, you know, um, I, I kind of I, I kind of feel like there was possibly like some like Sony was like hey well, like we'll fund your three games but you gotta you gotta stick to one first <laughs> yeah and on top of that Sony has a lot of good um, like uh, assist studios like studios that they use just kind of to help things along and yeah, don't Genesis, for example yeah they have I mean they have at least probably four or five of them that they use on various different projects at least yeah. there may even be more than that um, but. I, I'm not surprised to see that, and I would not be surprised to know that you know they're at least getting help for one of those studios, if not two, oh, yeah. and just to get this moving. Especially as you know something like this comes out, it seems like they're definitely trying to build hype around this. Granted, um, 
I'm holding my hype until I see what this actually is, personally. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, Austin, Chris, any words? Um, I don't particularly know too much on the topic. I'm not too learned on it, so I'm excited to see anybody who's going to do new stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to turn into a pumpkin, dude. It's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> we all know. I, Nine thirty, the yawns start. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm in agreement with you guys. Like, I'm I'm glad that they they focused the team on one game and specifically because, like, I mean this this isn't a total diss like Jade Raymond and the people from Google Stadia, but they also worked <laughs> on a bunch of things and then never came out with anything. So it's probably good yeah. that they they focused on one and just get something under their feet because I can't remember. I, I think we I looked up when they when they made this deal with Jade Raymond like what was the last game she worked on I think it was like Watch Dogs one like like that came Damn, out that uh, if I can remember correctly like it's been a while first... since she's had a game she worked on come out so shit I built my first gaming PC <laughs> around that game Damn. in the <laughs> so... last like five years she has been in four different places at least. Yeah. I mean, she's been moving around like crazy. So, and that I agree. Like, it, there's been a lot of announced projects, and they keep using her name as that big, like, key point. Like, hey, Jade Raymond's yeah. working on this, but it, not not in a bad way. But it's kind of starting to lose its luster to some extent, just because yeah. it is this thing of every time we hear this, the project gets canceled. What was it? Wait, what was yeah. the game that put her on the map? Oh, well, she, was she's it, working I don't on know she, was it Beyond Good and Evil. That I mean, she worked on Assassin's Creed. I think yeah, she Assassin's on, Creed was a big one for her. Yeah, um, but she's almost got the same thing as like Amy Hennig to me now. Unfortunately, where like every time Ooh. I hear Amy Hennig's working on a game, I'm like, is it gonna come out? <laughs> like, so <laughs> she worked on The Sims Online, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Bloodline, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Blacklist, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed Unity, Far Cry Three, The Mighty Quest for Epic Loot, and Star Wars Battlefront Two. Um, so okay. she she is definitely credited as one of the like big reasons Assassin's Creed worked and worked as well as it did, especially in the early years before it, you know, got a little bit off its... Yeah, off it, it yeah. Now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it came back around. Yeah, yeah. We got there, but it, it took some time. But yeah, she yeah. was definitely credited for uh, Assassin's Creed as being like one of, you know, a huge, huge interval part of, of what was going on there. Mm-hmm. But so man, so uh, like Battlefront Two, which came out twenty seventeen, is that about the is that about yes. when it came out? So that was five years. So it's been five years since she's really had anything, which is not bad. But I don't even think she was that big of a role on Battlefront Two. No, her. I don't think so either. So right, it was so probably uh, like Far Cry Three being like the last big game that she had a big part of. And that's a long time. Uh, all That's right, so a one- I was in New Jersey when that game came out. Only eleven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so one there. one question here, and we and we can roll to our big topic after this. Uh, is it is it time to get hype for Studio Haven? Uh, and their well for their upcoming release, I should say, is something we don't know anything about. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> um, 
I, I'm personally, I, I'm in the spot where I'm, I, I feel like I'm becoming jaded, forgive the uh, pun, um, to, to the point of like, we got burned on cyberpunk, right? And this hype around the game industry, just all it is, is to promote pre-order sales and it, it yeah. doesn't lead to anything good. Um, I, I personally, I've been trying to get out of that, right? Like I get caught up in hype around games just like everybody else does. And uh, I, I've been trying to get past that point of like pre-ordering things and, and all of that because it it seems like we've been getting burned more lately by various yes. different developers, different games. I mean, Battlefield 2042 was a game I was stoked for. And that game absolutely fucking sucks so disappointing <laughs> did, they, did they ever fix that is no, it, it, no they, the game were free to play all right it's they're perfect. talking about making it free to play yeah, yeah um right. they well, haven't even let's, fixed let's this, this let's put it this way like let's put it this way like three weeks after the game release like steam was already give, allowing full refunds and yeah and steam steam only gives refunds after 14 days <laughs> yeah do you, you want to hear a terrible thing it's so bad that even the hacker the hacker community doesn't want any part of it. <laughs> They're not even <laughs> on it. They're not even making hacks for it. It's so bad. Like, they just, just announced that the scoreboard update has been pushed back. Like a update to fix their scoreboard. They don't have a has been delayed They don't have a twice. Scoreboard. That was the thing. Right. They never even had it. Right, exactly. I, like I feel like that's pretty basic. Like Yep. Yep. They mastered that yeah. like in the nineties. They mastered that in like Bad Company, it, yeah, yeah, or probably even game. 1942, right? Like yeah. they they've had scoreboards for a long time. This is not a new thing, but it is absolutely yeah. fucking them up over there, and they can't figure it out. So I don't the, know. The other thing to think about, and this is why I'm not excited about this yet, is Sony didn't buy Haven. Like they're still their own thing, and so right. if Sony bought haven yes yeah, i'd be like Sony's, okay Sony's, back, Sony's backing them yeah right it's but like insomniac a few years the, ago right <laughs> had abandoned game and that is a shit show so like i just like <laughs> i don't know if i unless sony like buys them i'll be like okay so they really believe in the studio and they're really believing what's in it and they're going to make something like i have more faith that something's going to come out from there if it's just something they're partnered with, it's like, uh, I guess so. I guess it's coming out. <laughs> I think even if they did buy them, I, I still don't think that's quite enough to get me excited for this yet. I mean, if we're, I want to see a title. I want to see a trailer. I want to see gameplay. I want to see something other than like, Hey, Jade Raymond's here. Like, I, I need more well, than that. <laughs> my excitement, I don't even mean, like, being hyped for it. I just mean that, like, oh, I'll believe, like, a game might actually come out now. Like, for right now, yeah. like, I don't even know if a game's ever going to come out from this. Like, this is just... Right. This could be another wild situation. This could be... <laughs> like, yeah. it could be anything at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, then. All right, we're going to go ahead and close out this topic and um, and get ready to move on to our to our big topic for the night. But before that, we should go ahead and say goodbye to Chris. Yep, 10 o'clock. I got to roll. All right, before I, I roll out, you can catch me over on Twitter at, at RealChrisTrue um, because I love myself. Uh, you can also catch me other every other Wednesdays with my – or every other Wednesday with my buddy here, Brody, on Dad Pod with Justin and Dom. 
you can also send us cool stuff on Twitter. We like to engage from time to time. All right, Thanks, cool. Justin. All right, all right, man. You uh, you have a good night, man. It's uh, always good hanging out with you whenever you decide to hang out with us. But yeah, hey, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> I'm on a strict <laughs> schedule. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, bye, guys. All right, have a good night, man. All right, and then there were three. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now the riff raffs out the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just oh, picturing man. Chris, Chris, just like looking like Riff Raff. If you don't know who the rapper is. Oh, Raff is. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There's a name I haven't heard in a while. Holy yeah. shit. I couldn't imagine Chris looking like Riff Raff. That'd be hilarious to me. He's going to have to get fellas. the, uh, <laughs> the dreads and everything. The, the white boy cornrows. Yeah. All right, guys, you ready for you ready for this? The big topic, you ready for this? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like this is what we came here for tonight, and, and for for this for this particular episode of Crossroads, I feel like it is. All right, so I gotta ask everybody out there, how happy are you with the free PlayStation Plus games that are being offered these days? <laughs> I let's well, <laughs> go, go, uh, go go go. So I I think. Recently, they have been pretty good. Um, for the most part, I, they offer a pretty wide variety of things. And, you know, not too long ago, they gave a, away, what was it, the Re-Reckoning, uh, Awakening, or whatever the hell that is. I can't remember. I haven't even played it yet, but I have it sitting in my in my library, right? And I, I think, especially if you compare them to something like Xbox right now, I mean, their they're games, they're, they're free PlayStation Plus games are absolutely blowing it out of the water. This sure. last month for Xbox, I don't, I, I don't even think I've heard of any of the games they gave away. So <laughs> that's kind of where we're at. Why, yeah, um, why, yeah, yeah. No, honestly, why would they do that when you got when when they give away the premium stuff on Game Pass? <laughs> right. Mm. Well, that's exactly why you gotta you gotta subscribe, man. You gotta yeah. pay that ten to fifteen dollars a month. And uh, but I, personally, this month is a little dull for me. Mm. Um, Planet Coaster, I feel, is a a game that is better played on a on a PC. That is a hard game to do anything on with a controller, with, with, personally. With yeah. And I, if yeah. I remember correctly, Planet Coaster was even the one that was designed for console. But any sort of game like that doesn't seem to work very well on a console with a controller. I think that is something that is better suited for PC. Um, EA Sports UFC Four, okay, I cool, <laughs> I I. I don't know. I feel like it, it's another EA game, right? Like yeah. it, we're just just keep pumping them out. Um, it it's not that much different than three. I personally can jump in and play like you know maybe a couple rounds of this, and then I will never touch it again. Uh, but I will say I am excited to play Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, uh, especially with that game upcoming next month. I or their uh, their actual. Um, Oh God! Uh, whatever the game's called, I'm completely drawing a blank at the moment. But uh, the the Tiny Tina Borderlands game that is coming, because uh, this was a standalone DLC that they offered, and uh, people seem to really, really enjoy this. Um, it is kind of odd for it 
to be one of the free games just because it is a a standalone DLC. But at the same time, I understand it from a marketing perspective because obviously they're trying to hype up the new game coming out. So yeah, uh, I personally don't think this was a bad showing necessarily. I just don't think it was so much a showing for me other than Tiny Tina's. I yeah. I will say, I will say this. Uh, I feel like um, <clears throat> I feel like. I feel like overall, like the Planet Coaster, the EA Sports, UFC Four, you know, and Tiny Tina's Assault and Dragon Keep. I feel like they were they were they were they were checking boxes for like for like you know diversity. You know, yeah, we got a sports mm-hmm. title in here. We don't always get sports titles. We, we hardly ever get, get them, really. Yeah. We got we have a sim title. Like I mean, you know, it's not Civ Six, you know, by any stretch, but you know, like we have a sim title, and then we have Tiny Tina's Assault and Dragon Keep, which which. Yeah, I'm about to get into it in, into it in a second, <laughs> but you know yeah. we have like a shooter, you know. Yeah, it, you know this is a pretty this is a pretty well rounded like you know selection of games, you know as far as like variety, you know for 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 content, um, you know now I understand and like I said I'm about to get into it, <laughs> I understand where a lot of disappointment was, especially on the internet because uh, yeah. when February's when February's Three PlayStation Plus games were announced. Many PlayStation Plus subscribers were immediately unhappy with the offering. Now, many subscribers are even more unhappy. Now, many many subscribers are even more unhappy because of this. If you missed the opportunity, well, I'm sorry, if you missed the announcement, which we spoke about last week, we got Planet Coaster, UFC Four, and Tiny Tina's Assault and Dragon Keep. They're all available right now. Add them to your library. You don't have to download them; just add them to your library. All right. Uh, the former. Uh, the Planet Coaster is the PS5 offering, which you know, mm, mm, you know, <laughs> yeah. While the other two games are the month's PS4 games, uh, uh, it's it's actually it's actually the back half of those games <laughs> that are receiving that that triggered the backlash because Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep is a nine-year-old game that happens <laughs> to be DLC for a ten-year-old game. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, obviously they're doing it for marketing purposes. Like it's oh, yeah. not, oh, it's yeah. not a great offering for an actual like PS Plus game. But I I understand where it's coming from. I, I and I did want to uh, before we got too far into this. I wanted to last month, so January of twenty twenty. We got Dirt 5, Deep Rock Galactic, and Persona 5 Strikers. So, yes. I mean, just that's, that's you like can't have. That's one of the strongest lineups I've seen. Oh, yeah. Like, not every month can be an absolute winner, right? I'm also yeah. impressed the fact that PlayStation even got anything from EA, considering EA is basically in bed with Xbox Microsoft. at the moment. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I, it, it is what it is, right? Like, I, mm-hmm. the, the Tiny Tina one, again. I didn't play it personally, so I'm okay with it. But I understand where a lot of people's like frustration is with this for sure. I it for, yeah completely for sure. understandable. It's a marketing move through and through, and I mean, I I didn't expect anything less. I'll I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Over on the PlayStation Plus Reddit page, uh, a one PlayStation Plus subscriber revealed. Reveal the detail about Tiny Tina's Assault and Dragon Keep that has angered subscribers even further. Um, uh, there's an image out there uh, where the screen where the screen greets players when they load up the nine year old DLC. <laughs> 
and is a pre-order for Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which is releasing in March as a successor to Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. From a promotion and marketing perspective, this of course makes sense. It, it does. Yeah. But for PlayStation Plus subscribers, it's certainly adding insult to injury because, as you would expect, the original poster isn't the only one that bothered uh, the. Because, as you would expect, like there. He, more people are bothered by this. Minion replies are equally unhappy. Uh, one one writer is quoted as saying, "Yeah, this is pretty bad. I didn't even realize this was Borderlands Two DLC since I skipped it. Sick of this crap each month." Uh, another another commenter uh, said, "The fact that this kind of aggressive monetization being the norm in video game in the video game industry is now mind blowing." Uh, I've got some key points here, as I always do when we get to the big to, to the big topic. <laughs> Uh, first up, the reaction to PS Plus ebbs and flows depending on the lineup. That is true. We just yep. talked about we just talked about last month's lineup, and that was like strong lineup, and that was a kick ass way to start the year. Honestly, oh the yeah, vast majority of subscribers were pretty happy with Deep in Deep. I'm sorry, Deep Rock Galactic, Dirt Five, and Persona Five Strikers last month, which were all decent and all well recommended games. These are games that we've talked about over the past year before they even well, with the exception of uh, Deep Rock Galactic, because that was that's a fairly new title. Am I am I right? Yeah, that was a and, day one for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Persona yeah. Five Strikers is what six to eight months old, maybe. Yeah. I mean, eight, yeah, well, that, that was a, that it was, was a fast just turnaround. a year, and Dirt oh, Five okay. is also uh, less than a year as well, if I remember correctly. Because yeah. Persona Five Strikers came out last February, so it's just barely before a year, and then Dirt Five, I think, was I want to say in the summer. Like I feel like it's not that old, if I remember yeah. correctly. No, it's not. Yeah, I. I I'm looking up dates right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Strikers was February 20th of 2020. Was that only in Japan first? Is that what's going on there? Oh, yeah. I did go to yeah, Japan. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah. Japan first. Yeah. Dirt 5 release date was uh, November 6th of 2020. So just over. But I mean, regardless, Slow, yeah. like, yeah. that's yeah. still not bad, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, the response to this month's PlayStation Plus lineup with USC Four and Planet Coaster as the headliners was less than was less than positive. But uh, <laughs> but what we really need to talk about is Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Uh, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep was a pretty good Borderlands Two DLC. <laughs> Its inclusion represents a pretty significant value drop for, for, for Sony's PS Plus service, though. The standalone version of this 2013 expansion, which is what's being offered here, retails on the PlayStation Store for $10 for $9.99. So we are already talking about a massive drop-off compared to last month's games, where pretty much these titles ranged anywhere from $30 to $70, $60, right? Yeah. yeah. Wait. No, yeah, because Dirt... Dirt and Persona 5 Strikers are still at the $60 price tag mark, yeah. Most of the time, um, yep. Yeah. Um, uh, which, uh, so we had two full price releases, uh, and then this game. However, it's made worse by the fact that over two years ago, Sony gave away Borderlands the Handsome Collection <laughs> as an enormous compilation bundle, which includes Borderlands 2, Borderlands the pre-sequel, and, you guessed it, Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. Now, this final key point, Brody, Brody already already mentioned it, but I got ahead of you. Sorry, 
no, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like I, I like when we're all on the same page here. Uh, gamers need to recognize that PlayStation Plus is used as a marketing tool. When you look at titles like Rocket League, um, which have benefited from the audience exposure, which is always nice to get. It's well, it's always nice to get a game months, uh, like a couple of months before the sequel releases. But in promoting the upcoming Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Sony is shortchanging its subscribers here. Uh, it could have, at the very least, reoffered the entire Borderlands Handsome Collection for a second time, which can be purchased for peanuts these days anyway. Like shit. Like I got. I got the handsome collection on a on a on a damn. It wasn't a Steam sale. I think it was a uh, I think it was a GLG sale for three dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You can pick it up dirt cheap right now. I mean, yeah, I, pretty three, regularly. Three dollars. I'm double checking, but I'm pretty sure it was not on the handsome collection. Like, mm, uh, pretty okay, sure. Well, pr- Prove me wrong. I'm gonna please. look. I'm gonna look it up because I'm, I'm not. I'm not 100 positive, but I. But okay. I heard that it was DLC for 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 a game that's been featured for free. <laughs> All right. While Austin's looking that up, I'll just go ahead and wrap this up by saying it's not the end of the world by any stretch. But th- but this does deserve some calling out. This is something that we do like to do at Crossroads here. Like we 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 do like to call out. Like you know when you're done fucked up. <laughs> it's uh, definitely included because uh, it's borderlands 2 and borderlands the pre-sequel and it's all of their dlcs so it should be included in there okay all right as, as playstation gamers as playstation gamers we want uh, playstation plus to be the best it can possibly be and we want to and as members of crossroads here we want subscribers to get the most out of it uh sony rarely Sony rarely drops the ball to this extent, so hopefully we can we can all put it down as a lapse of judgment. But it does need to be reiterated that February's February's PS Plus upgrade update. I'm sorry, upgrade update. Regardless of your own personal opinion, falls short of the service established high standards. You know, like typically we're always looking at we're always getting a uh, at least a thirty dollar game, a thirty or forty dollar game, and the rest are usually like you know like released you know like released retail price games and stuff like that. So yeah. I get it. I feel I, I feel everyone's pain. In all honesty, though, it's another it's another free game for me that I didn't have to pay for, so I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel like some of this above is that you read off from the Reddit is uh, a a little over dramatic. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely more into the world type shit. It it's it's not that big of a deal. They they offer a lot of good games on a pretty regular basis. Uh, some months are not great. If you talk to Xbox people, uh, we've had bad games for years now. Yeah. Uh, ever since Game Pass was announced, the games have been awful. So uh, it, it, it it's kind of like, obviously, I want good games on, on PlayStation Plus as well. Um, but at the same time, I mean, they they have to make deals for these games too, right? Like That's these are yeah. not these are not free things. So not every month can be a completely killer month where you get three big headline games that everybody wants because mm-hmm. they still have to make money and they are also doing this as a promotion. I mean, the the free games like we're getting three games now for free when we used to only get two. Like there's a yeah. bunch of stuff you get. And if you have a PlayStation 5, which, I, again, I am well aware not everybody does, but there's that whole collection that they offer in there, which is chock full of just yeah, 20, awesome, awesome 20 games. games. 20 games that, you know, like, 
I know for sure, like, I didn't play every single one of those games, and the PS4 was a thing, and I, and you, and you know what, that's actually gonna segue into what I was about to say a moment, uh, you know, it, you know, right now. I don't, I'm gonna be that guy. What's everybody bitching about? Like, I have PlayStation Plus. Like, I used to not have PlayStation Plus because I stopped playing online multiplayer games on the on the console. And then when I knew I was going to get a PS5, mm-hmm. I picked it back up again. And the first thing I had to wrestle with myself is, like, listen, like, every time for the past umpteen years when I had PlayStation Plus, I would download all these games and I would never play them. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So... Once again, you know what? I commend anyone that can that downloads all these games in a month and plays all those games. You know, I yeah. commend those people because guess what? I can't even, I can't even like, I can't even like, I can't even like take this pin and drop it on a game that I have in my library right now for PlayStation Plus and say that I'm going to play it. <laughs> I would also like to point out the fact that the only reason they know that that ad is in that game is because they downloaded it and loaded it up and were prepared to play the game. Yes. So clearly you can't be that butthurt about it because you were actually going to play it anyway. You took the time to download it. You took yeah. the time to load it up. You were going to play it. And then you saw the ad and you got pissed off and went straight to Reddit, which fair enough, whatever. But at the same yeah. time, like you were still planning on playing this game. So clearly yeah. you are yeah. not that upset about it. It's yeah, it's a small and not necessarily a great showing, but some people are probably going to be stoked about UFC being on there. I'm not that person, but somebody might be. Planet Coaster, like, there's people that love those kinds of games. Like, my co-host on Diggity, he loves Roller Coaster love, Tycoon I, and shit like yeah. that, right? I love and so, games. I, mean, don't know play, I don't know when I'm going to play Planet Coaster, though. I don't know. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's it's like everybody's taste is, is their own. And so, it, yeah, there's going to be people that are mad, but is it? Is it the loud major or the loud minority, or is this like oh. a everybody's genuinely mad? Because I saw a lot of positive things about it too. So it, oh, it's yeah. kind of this weird, like I don't know, right? Like it it, it seems like the negativity always finds its way to the forefront. Oh and yeah, it, always, and always leads the charge for sure. And I, ultimately, they don't they don't have to give a shit, right? Like you yeah. you used to just have to pay for multiplayer access right like mm-hmm. just to be able to play online and now they give us games to keep people invested and keep people coming back and they they don't have to be 60 70 dollar games they they can be whatever the fuck they want to offer and that's what you get yeah yep yeah for real i you know like my 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 two senses my two senses like if you don't like it you don't if you don't like it you don't have to download it yeah. If you don't like it, you don't have to have PlayStation Plus. Like shit, go get a, go go buy go get a gaming PC where, where where online gaming is absolutely free. You don't have to pay an ex- additional sixty dollars a year just to, just to play games <laughs> online. Right. You have you know? to buy all your games, but yeah. other than yeah. that, I mean, yeah, I guess you can be as picky and choosy as what you want there, and you don't have to pay for the membership. Mm. Yeah, for real. Ugh. So yeah, that's that's my two cents on it. Honestly, like I like I said, I understand everybody's pain and whatnot, but yeah, but you right. know what? Like you, pro- but you know, like, and this is speaking to those people who are pissed off about Tiny Tina's assault on on Dragon Keep on Dragon's Keep. Um, you probably weren't there when they gave away the handsome collection. Well, I, well, I'm, wait, hold on, let me f- rephrase that. You might have been there when they gave away the handsome collection, but somebody else wasn't. You know, right? And now this yeah. is their chance to at least get some part of it. You know, yeah. also on the same, also on the same token, not everybody buys every piece of DLC that comes out for a game. I sure as hell don't. 
if right <laughs> i try to avoid those microtransactions there buddy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that's what those are. Those are fucking microtransactions for your your season passes to your to your add on DLC to all that stuff. If it's some shit that you have to pay money for, you know, and and let's 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 be serious here. A lot of this stuff does not enhance gameplay. You know, now DLC like this, which technically counts as a season pass, you know, that that enhances gameplay. But, you know, for the most part, at the end of the day, you're still paying more money than was originally had hit in the the MSRP for the title. Mm -hmm. So. So, you know, now I'm not saying that we give Sony a hall pass to continue giving away free, uh, you know, DLC, you know, in the future, unless they're going to give us full blown expansions. Like, like, for example, like the planned expansion for Cyberpunk, if they gave that away, like day one, that'd be some, that'd be some cool shit, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like stuff like this, that's nine, that's a nine year old add on to a 10 year old game. Yeah. Please don't do that. Yeah. Well, and I, I actually wondered, like, what would be if they decided not to do this, but did, like, the Frozen Wilds DLC for Horizon. And when you go play Horizon now, I guarantee you that there's a, a, pre, a pre-order a pre option that pops yeah. up for the next Horizon game. Like, it's... Yeah. And yeah. honestly, I can tell you now, like, playing NBA 2K22, there probably is already a pre-order for 2K23 because they know you're going to do it anyway. Like, just, like, go ahead and give us $60 now, you know? Just... Guess what? Remember how people were bitching about how there's there's ads and marketing in games? This is it. It's not it's not always as insidious as like a banner that scrolls up and says buy this buy this play this do that. You know, it's not yeah. always like that. And nothing can be worse than NBA 2K. Good God! Oh, good, good God. God! That game's just an ad. That's yeah, all it yeah. is. You literally had to watch ads within the game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and now since it loads so fast and you don't have like that loading screen ad, they just throw it to you at the very beginning. So before you can even pick your team, it's like here, here's like virtual currency and card packs and all this stuff. I'm like I don't want this. I just want to play your game. What happened to playing games anymore? So, I, I don't know. I sent I sent the Mr. Crabs what a baby. Like that's all I said. <laughs> we were gonna talk. About yeah, I saw. This. I saw like, your. I, so, I, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm so. I just hate that people whine. I understand, like, I wouldn't want this every month. That would kind of suck. But all these people getting PS Plus, like, I would say I would be willing to bet that 85% of people who get PS Plus are getting it for the online, to play online games. And you're just getting these games as a bonus. And, and these are these games <laughs> as a perk. And guess what? You're, yeah. you're, getting, you're getting free shit to use a service. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Right. These are way better options than what's coming on on games. Games of gold. Of gold. Games Which, of gold. Yeah. I don't want to hear the game pass argument because that's a whole other thing that you have to buy. That's not an argument. Yeah. <laughs> you pay the same amount for with gold and plus uh, every year. No, I, they do it as an incentive. It's not an argument so much in the way of like being like, oh well, they should just get like it, it is supposed yeah. to be like one of those things. The games with gold quality definitely went down at the same time of game pass not because like to get people to subscribe like it's not a it's not so much an argument of oh well we have game pass it's more like they are clearly doing it on purpose to push people into game pass because they want those subscribers right yeah it's it's not great it's predatory but it's it's what it (laughs) is right like but i mean 
what almost everything about the gaming industry anymore is like that's that's just kind of the way it is but i mean that's also the way life is too so it's not i i i don't know right like i i think there's this sense of entitlement over a lot of this kind of thing that just makes me damn near nauseous because it's 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 ridiculous right there's they somebody doesn't fucking owe you shit right (laughs) they don't have to give you these games they could give you indie games every month and that could be fine too like there's it's just it's i don't know especially when you are as close to the gaming industry as we are doing these shows and things you see so much of it and i i i at least in my case i get really really sick of it and i get really annoyed with it i do i do too i do too but all right you guys ready you guys ready to wrap it up yeah yeah all right cool uh another good show another another good one in the books um yeah with that though that's our show um as always we'd like to give a big thanks to uh, to you all out there for tuning in to uh, crossroads playstation podcast uh as well as our guest tonight uh, the wonderful brody folks thanks man uh, yeah love having I, you here man i always love coming on man it's always a good time yeah man uh, before we head out, here's how you can uh, get connected with the crew. Uh, Brody, you're first. All right. So uh, you can find me on, uh, as Chris said earlier, on Dad Pod every other Wednesday. Uh, you can also find me on Thursdays. I go live with my uh, video game show as well, which is called Diggity. Uh, we go live on Twitch and YouTube at 930 every Thursday. And the audio version of the show goes up on uh Friday mornings at like five o'clock in the morning, nice and scheduled early. So you can catch it on your drive into work. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's typically where you find us as far as the show. And then if you want to follow us, we would appreciate it over on Twitch or on uh, Twitter and Instagram at diggity podcast. Cool. Austin. Find me at placed Austin on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else. And you'll see me here every Tuesday. Right, and uh, as always, you can find me on on Twitter and Instagram at exodus eight zero three e x o d u s eight zero three. That's also my uh, Twitch and YouTube uh, channels, as well as my PlayStation Network uh, gamer tag. My Xbox Live gamer tag is exodus zero eight zero three. Funny story in that. I'll tell you. T- I'll tell it to somebody later. <laughs> uh quick reminder crossroads now has a merch store uh links have already been provided in our in our twitch stream chat but for those who need to know about it uh, head over to uh redbubble.com slash shop slash ap slash nine five four four three one two nine so cryptic isn't it (laughs) (laughs) over at boss rush right now uh, uh shane kelly wants to know which hero deserves their time in the sun wait oh Whoops, my bad. I messed something up there. Uh, Shane, Kel- uh, it's with the uh, it's with the link to the uh, to the chat. My bad. <laughs> Shane Kelly wants to know which hero deserves their time in the sun in an open world game over at the bo- oh, for the February third edition of Boss Rush banner. Um, also on also on bossrush.net uh, right now. Uh, Andrew Miller tells us all about Andrew Miller tells us all about Project Sonic Twenty Two from Sega. And uh, we talked about it earlier today, like it's it just got released. But there, but Stephanie Klimov from Boss Rush Podcast and Boss Rush After Dark has a review up for the game Sifu. So check that out. Um, 
All that and more can be found over at bossrush.net. So head there and check out more editorials and shows from our ever-growing family of creators and, and contributors. Uh, don't forget about uh, the Boss Rush Network Discord, which uh, which you can which you can join at your leisure. Uh, there's also there's even a Crossroads PlayStation podcast server on the Discord just for our fans. And as always, you can chat with us and keep the conversation going by hitting us up on Twitter at PS underscore Crossroads to dish on more news, events, and topics while we're getting ready for the next installment of Crossroads. This has been episode 69 of Crossroads, the PlayStation show. Uh, come um, PlayStation show. I so, I so want to rename this, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Crossroads, the PlayStation podcast. Come back. Join us next week for another episode of Crossroads uh, where we will have more things to talk about playstation and gaming um as part of the boss Rush games family we want you all to have a great night and always go out there and be better and play games and take care of yourselves we'll be back next week have a good night y'all